The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host or guest and should not be interpreted as statement of fact. Independent fact-checking and corrections are encouraged. Can we get a cup of coffee in here, please? Yeah. It is. It really is. That's all I want to say. Okay, that's the show for today. Thanks for coming. Bye for now. Ah, uh, good morning, people of planet Earth, or as I like to call it, Um, today is Friday, uh, July eighth, twenty twenty-two, and I'm sitting here holding coffee with a nice issues with Andy sticker on it. You like that? Anyway, good morning. Beautiful summer day. Today, the handsome debonair, fantastic artist, artiste, artist, comedian, funny guy, nice little salt and hair, uh, pepper, chest hair, stud, Brett Brock will be joining me at 10 a.m. Did you hear that? The ladies just went crazy. I spent my whole life just wanting to be handsome. And along comes Brett Brock with his guinea charm and his olive oil voice. Anyway, Brett Brock will be with me at 10 a.m. Good morning, folks. Um, I'm still sleeping, man. If you can't tell, I uh, shame on you. I'm still asleep. He's still asleep. They hit him with six shots and he's still asleep. Um. I don't know why I got the Godfather stuck in my head. I guess it's because James Caan uh, passed yesterday and he was on my mind. Maybe that's it. Maybe Brett Brock will draw, draw James Caan. I'm sure he has before. I'll ask him about that. Um, lots of crazy shit going on in the world. Uh, Shinzo Abe, um, former prime minister, prime minister of Japan, was assassinated, if you don't know. I didn't know until I woke up this morning, and I didn't really wake up this morning. When I wake up this morning, I'll know. But I'm just going to say this now, because it, it's predictable, and it's stupid, and it just shows you how uh, simple the gun-loving uh, people in America are. Now, I'm not anti-gun. I'm not going to... Nobody's trying to take your fucking guns. The debate is about assault weapons and giving them to children, mostly, and making them too easy for crazy people to get. That's what the debate is. Nobody's trying to take your fucking guns. So, predictably, there are less than 10 murders a year in Japan, and... Few, very few with guns, because they don't have guns there. The prime minister was shot with a homemade gun. The former prime minister was shot with a homemade gun. Shit like that's going to happen. He wasn't shot with an assault weapon, and that's what the debate is. So before you go, oh, hey, liberals, you, you explain how we got shot with a gun in, in a country that has no guns. See, gun laws don't work. They have fewer than 10 murders. 
a year. The guy was shot with a homemade gun, not an assault weapon. Nobody's coming to take your fucking guns, you fucking cowards. That's not going to happen, and you know it. So stop being fucking stupid and saying stupid things that you're fed, spoon-fed, by your controlling masters. Nobody's coming to take your fucking guns. Stop being a fucking coward your whole life. Thank you. Because every time you open your mouth with that stuff, you, you expose yourself to being a fucking idiot. Sorry. Nobody's coming to take your guns. Nobody wants to take your guns. It's about assault weapons, crazy people, and children. Fucking idiots. Now, the, na- the other thing that's going on in the world is uh, Hunter Biden. <laughs> Hunter Biden. Now, it's almost as if, um, oh, my God. It's almost as if the guy is either just so entitled and oblivious to who he is and and what kind of uh, crap he's going to cause his politician father and what I'm talking about. He went to a deprivation, a sensory deprivation tank uh, and filmed himself in a separate uh, deprivation tank, first playing with his nuts, then smoking crack and drinking beer, and just left that on the laptop, supposedly, that he left at a guy's, a repair guy's place and never went back for. Now, politics aside, if you know your father is running for president of the United States and you do that, it's beyond having an addiction. It's being totally oblivious to where what might happen. He left it. He, first of all, <laughs> it's just fucking bizarre to even talk about. He he went to a, uh, a sensory deprivation tank, got in, filming himself, put a put a camera on himself while he played with his nuts, smoked crack, and drank beer, all while trying to. The reason he was going there was supposedly to try to clean up. Yeah, I'm going to detox myself by smoking crack, drinking beer. The playing with the nuts, I guess, is just uh, like an extra bonus. Uh, in a, sep- uh, a sensory deprivation tank. And I'm going to film it just in case anybody wants to blackmail me or my father or whatever. Man, <laughs> people are just saying, what you know, that he he's uh, now he's not a national security risk because he doesn't have any access. He's not part of the White House, so that part of it is nonsense. But he definitely is, is blackmailable for that. Now, I guess somebody if they tried to blackmail him, he didn't pay, and now the video is out for everybody to see. But people are talking about how. You know, he's mentally ill. He's beyond mentally ill. He's incredibly fucking stupid. I mean, and and oblivious to (laughs) 
I mean, you have to be totally like living on another planet to think. And because not only did he film it, put leave it on his laptop, he left it in a very accessible place, unsecure, on that laptop, and never went back for it. It's just the most incredibly careless, stupid crime. Crime? Yeah, yeah, I guess it is. And you're smoking crack. <laughs> it, that's a crime. The most uh, incredibly stupid crime anyone has ever committed. Can he be prosecuted for it? And Well, there's a, a time uh, stamp on it, and they did trace it back to the spa where the sensory deprivation tank was to 2019 before the campaign. But again, your father is running for president. This is what you do. Fucking bizarre, man. This is the world we live in where rich, powerful elites can get away with almost anything that normal people would never, never get away with or never even imagine themselves doing. How fucking full of yourself and how elitist do you have to be to just think you can do that not that's like a uh tony montana thing you know hey i don't fucking care (laughs) fucking bizarre man but so now that's going to be a big thing people are talking about like you know hunter biden as if you haven't heard that name enough over the last couple of years we have to hear hunter biden's ridiculous name more now um there you go that's that's what's going on in the world today so we have assassinations in japan we have hunter biden in uh deprivation tanks smoking crack playing with his balls oh my god and here i am uh doing my dopey podcast day to day now I believe Kiera will be with us today, but this was her last day, and I don't know how long she will be gone for. And people are asking me, hey, "Everything all right?" You, you know, I don't. I don't ask a lot of questions <laughs> uh, on that front. Uh, I never ask women too too much. Hey, uh, you want to talk about this? No, I, I don't want to talk about that. I don't. Uh, whatever's going on, uh, I know she's moving, and she's got some some other things going on, uh, and so I don't know how long she'll be away. But in the meantime, I did put out um, a um, request to have a co-host in her absence, somebody to banter with uh, while um, I await my guests each morning, and... Uh, got a lot of response. Still getting more response today. I haven't checked the one. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna take a look at that right now. Um, I have several Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those kind of accounts, and being and email, and have been getting uh, quite a few responses. And I decided that I'm just gonna start. You know, basically like what Regis did when Cassie left. <laughs> That's how old I am. I remember this shit. Um, rotate some people in and, and try them out and see what their chemistry is like. And so I'll be setting that up today. But I can tell you who my Monday co-host is. Are you excited? Are you ready? Do you want to know? 
she's the lovely uh, cocktail genius, singer extraordinaire, beautiful, uh, elegant uh, Catherine, or I am Cat, will be my co-host on Monday morning. Are you excited now? Are you really? Are you just jumping for joy? I got to check the chat room see if anybody over there is. Uh, Oh, and now we have Dean throwing his his um, uh, Kangol flat cap in the ring. <laughs> uh, sure, Dean, you could take a day. Why not? Everybody else is getting on board, but um, uh, she didn't tell you because I swore her to secrecy, Kelly. I wanted to make the announcement here on this show just so everybody could jump for joy all together at the same time. Uh, Hello, Ralph? Ralph, is it? Hello, Mr. Ralph. Um, anyway, um, good morning and all, everything that's going on in the world. The fabulous Brett Brock uh, it will be here at 10 a.m. Or he might come in earlier. He has, um, he has carte blanche to come and go as he pleases around here. One of those special guests. Now, uh... With James Kahn passing yesterday, I'm wondering if Brett has done any of uh, uh, work. I'm sure he's done, because he's done the Godfather stuff. He's done Luca. Um, Brett Brock. Where are you, Brett Brock? Why does Brett Goldstein come up when I put in brettbrock.com? Brett. See, I'm going to look at his portfolio right now and share it and see if there's any James Conn in there. But I'm sure probably, if not today, um, then probably over this weekend, we're going to have a drunk drawer and see Brett uh, do his James Conn. I would bet if he hasn't already. Let me just see and find out. If you know, save me some time and just say in the chat room, uh, that he's actually done this before. Let me see. Chrome tab. Man, I'm still not awake if you haven't guessed by now. Still half asleep. More than half asleep. Three quarters asleep. All right, Johnny Cash. We got Richard Pryor. This guy. That dude. Uh, we don't have the full about Prince. Let's see. Brett Brock illustrations. Oh, they're all white. They're all white. Let's see. That can't be good. Come on. There, there's some here. What's going on? Why is nothing showing? Something wrong with Brett's uh, website here. Contact. No, something's wrong here. Well, this page shows. something. May, is it my browser? Is it the website? This is a shame. We can't show Brett's work here today. I was, I was very much planning on going through it and talking to him about it. But why are the prints not showing? Uh, we'll have to talk to him about this. We must get this rectified quickly. So I don't know if he's uh, done uh, James Conn yet, but we'll find out about that. Uh, he has done me. <laughs> I can't find that quickly. Uh Hey, haven't done James Conn yet, but yes, it's going to happen later today. Well, he's in the chat room. Come on in already. You, you don't you don't have to wait. Uh, 
Of, it, yes, it was the Beatles' White Album. That's what we were looking at. Uh, Brett has uh, done his version of the Beatles' White Album, and that's what we were just looking at on this print page. Um, anyway. All right, enough of that, Kelly. As I mentioned, I've spent my whole life just wanting to be a handsome, good-looking man. And then along comes Brett Brock with his giddy charm and his olive oil voice. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Uh, it better be good coffee. That's all I'm saying. It better be the right kind of coffee. First of all, let me we'll talk a little bit. Nah, I don't want to. Do I want to talk about? No, I don't. Yes, I no, no, I will. No, I go. No, that's what indecisiveness looks like. Um. So, um, yeah. Brett Brock and his giddy charm and his olive oil voice. I know, Ralphie. Uh, I was going to call you as soon as I, I heard about James because I follow him on Twitter, and the odd thing now I'm. I'm going to inherit this, and nobody. I'm going to be the. He left it to me in his will. James Conn was good friends with Lenny. I met him a few times and got pictures with him. He's a nice guy, and his son is a big star. His son is a big star now. I was not aware of that. His son is a big star. Anyway, I follow uh, James Conn on Twitter, and uh, every time he tweets something, he like, just like a simple sentence, and then put end of tweet. <laughs> end of tweet so whoever posted on twitter yesterday when they that's where it was announced that he had passed i think it was his wife or somebody might have been his son just said oh no I, it must have been his wife because she called him jimmy uh show show scotty uh con c-a-n-n right or do they spell his name k-a-h-n He's the star of Hawaii Five-0, and he played a major role in Entourage. Okay. I don't know. I, I, I've heard of both of those shows. I uh, obviously heard of Hawaii Five-0, not the new one. Uh, and Entourage I've heard of, I've never seen. I don't know anything about. So I'll take your word for it. He's a big star, TV star, James Conson. Does he spell his name with the K or the C-A-A-N? Anyway, uh, when, when they announced... <clears throat> that he passed. Jimmy has passed uh, over the weekend uh, on January 6th. End of tweet. So I'm going to adopt that end of tweet. It's mine. I'm going to make like he left that to me in his will. And from now on, every tweet, I, I have to save some room at the, at the end of my character limit for end of tweet. Well, you know what? You need to whack that autocorrect. Just whack it and get it knocked out. Uh, uh, Rafi, I'm glad you're here because Brett who's my guest today, uh, and I hope you stick around, because Brett, who's my guest today, is kind of, I want to say, somewhat obsessed or fascinated with the New York mob, mafia life, and interested in that kind of stuff. And um, we have talked about Michael Francis. And his, and it seems like Francis is the only one. You got Sammy the Bull, and you got that uh, John, something with a P. I can't remember right now. All these uh, ex mafia dudes, ex made men from different eras, doing YouTube channels. 
Well, that's a, uh, Ralphie said uh, Michael's a scumbag, and that that was kind of my point. I uh, he was, I, I've seen enough of his videos to know not only is a scumbag, he's definitely a grifter and a liar. Uh, he tries to make it like he's had a an awakening, a turnaround in his life, like he now he's a good guy. I'm a, I'm a man of faith and all this stuff. But he's still celebrating and glorifying the Hollywood image of mobsters. And he's still trying to make a buck off of that image. I think he's a bullshit artist. I think he's full of shit. Um, Why are you asking about January 6th, Chrissy? Uh, What about that? What did I miss? I'm not... um, And Dean says, um, I guess this is about Brett. He's the only one who can wear a Fred Perry with a collar up. Hmm. Who? who? James Conn, his son, Sonny, whatever his name is, uh, Scotty, or Brett Brock? I don't know. When you say he, I'm, I'm a little confused. I know uh, Sonny Francis was a, was a, was the real deal. and. Sonny Francis is one of these guys, one of the rare few, like my uh, Uncle Rich, one of those guys in that life who actually lived a long life. Most people <clears throat> involved in that life don't live a long life. But uh, I'll talk, uh, I want to talk to Brett. Obviously, I not necessarily want to talk to Brett, but I know he wants to talk about that. He always wants to talk about that stuff. He's fascinated with that stuff. And... Uh, Oh yeah, he died on uh, January, uh, July sixth. Uh, well, I told you I'm still asleep. Thank you for for smacking me and and, <laughs> and making me realize my uh, mistake. I am very much still asleep. Uh, maybe more coffee, more coffee, more coffee. Damn, that's good coffee. We're brought to you by Wacker Coffee. Wacker Coffee. <laughs> I call it Wacker Coffee. It's Waker Coffee, and you know that I've never been um, an instant coffee guy, but Waker Coffee was developed, and it's the best uh, instant coffee you'll find anywhere. It was developed for people with busy lives who um, don't have time, don't have time for the real deal. Who's got time for the real deal these days? We have very busy lives. Waker Coffee, it's in the description. The link is in the description. Waker Coffee, and it's not just coffee. Coffees and teas and all sorts of things that you can make really fast. Quick. Quick coffee. And good coffee. Not not shitty uh, Folgers Crystals. I'm sorry. Did I, did I just uh, say bad things about Folgers Crystals? Well, if they want to be a sponsor, I'll take that back. <laughs> no, I won't. Folgers crystals suck. Get yourself some Waker coffee. And if you go to the link right now, you get 20% off your first order. And they have a special try us for $5 offer on the site, too. So check that out. Uh, so Dean was talking about James Conn when he meant uh, he's the only one who could wear a Fred Perry with a collar up. You mean I can't? Are you saying I can't do that? Well, I'm going to have to go get me a Fred Perry and put the collar up now. 
just to prove you wrong. I can do that. Sonny took us to dinner back in the 80s. Well, save this stuff, dude. Wait till Brett gets here. Get all excited. (laughs) Wake a coffee. (laughs) Get your wake a coffee today and get 20% off your introductory offer. Only at the link that's in the description. Thank you very much. All right, now get that out of our face. Now, I could use some wake a wake a coffee. Um, the story behind that stuff is a guy uh, who was a uh, full-time college student working a full-time job to get through his, his uh, to pay for his college um, in New York City developed that because he did not have just such a busy life that taking 10 minutes to percolate a, a pot of coffee was too much. So it's for people with really, really busy lives who just, you know, don't have time for that nonsense. And um, me, my deal is every day I'm paranoid that my wife is going to get up and make shitty weak coffee. So I'm like, when morning comes, I'm hypervigilant. Any noise I hear, I can't stay asleep. It might be her going to make coffee. I got to I gotta make coffee before she does because if she makes the coffee, it's going to suck. And your whole day is going to suck. Because she made, whoa, that was a loud, uh, loud pop. This, well, Brett, Brett Brock with his guinea charm and his olive oil voice is here today. Uh, and he just popped in my, in my back window. Like, pop! Like, he can't just come in subtly. He has to say, I'm here with my guinea charm and my olive oil voice to take your women away. And what does he do? She what she threw it all away to make me look ridiculous. And a man in my position often looks ridiculous. Anyway, Brett Brock, the fabulous, the most handsome man on the planet, and the fabulous artist, artiste, comedian, and sometimes uh psychotherapist for the uh insane call man, Matthew, Dr. Matthew Mann, as we know him now. Uh, only because of Brett Brock's uh fine psychotherapeutic work. We all, That's the only reason we know that. He's here now. Please welcome in. He's right. right. Oh, you got yeah, so go. Hey, good morning, sir. How are you? I'm, I'm good, good. But, but we, we have, have a loop. loop. It, is there a loop? Yeah, yeah you, you, you hear, hear my unit. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what? I sound really patient. Yeah, your you're the one. Yeah. Uh, this is Barry White. I'm um, I'm Barry White. All right, can you hear me? No, you can't hear me now. Aha. Uh-huh. Aha. Uh-huh. Now, th- any better? Uh, yeah. Can you hear me? Oh yeah. Ah. Now, how come it, you don't have to do this? You don't have to do the earphones things when you talk to Carl on his on the uh, whatever that. Of Dykes and Man or Last Rights, but you need it now. We usually uh, jump in about 30 minutes prior to work out stuff if Jamie shows up on time. Yeah. And, uh, and so Carl and I usually, uh, we usually work out bugs and because uh, there's always something going on. And yeah. so we do that, you know. We're, no. we're, we're professionals, sir. Uh, oh, I get it. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. Now, where can people get a slice of strawberry shortcock? <laughs> Where, wherever fine southern products are sold <laughs> and 
I've got to produce me one person who wouldn't want to hang out with Hunter Biden. I wouldn't. I'll be honest. I'm not a crack guy. Well, (laughs) I took a shower in the dark, so kind of a sensory deprivation this morning. Mm. Clearly, I've had a beer. I definitely played with my balls. Oh, yeah. No, I played with your balls, too. Everybody, I mean, I my balls. Um. <laughs> and if I'm offered crack sometime today, I'm not opposed. Oh, well, I, uh, that's okay. <laughs> now, I wouldn't. I wouldn't because uh, I've, I've, I've had too many. I've lost too many friends down that, that rabbit hole. Yeah. But, um, no, I'm not judging uh, Hunter Biden for for doing that, for putting a camera on himself when he knows his father is running for president, leaving it on his laptop. Now that's the stupidest fucking move ever. <laughs> it's, I, I, honestly, you know, uh, when Biden was running, you know, they brought it up again. There was Russia and Ukraine and another laptop and smoking crack in the bedroom. I, and, and when it comes to that level, I don't know what's truth. I don't know what's fabricated i don't know what's being photoshopped i i have i have no idea what's what i just you know he's never ran for president and he's never you know held an elected office i but i don't know yeah i i get it too when i saw the video of him and i was like you know what deep fakes can do this uh because it just seems too stupid to turn a camera on yourself to uh, in that situation then i'm thinking hey Deep, this is possibly a deep fake, and you know I, you can do that convincingly now, because uh, it wasn't one long unedited piece. It was just those short edits, and that's what deep fakes do. They cause you to do a lot of short edits like that. But I'm not being a conspiracy theory and saying that's what it is. But it just seems too stupid for any anybody in that position, to, and just leave their laptop with some stranger and forget about it. I'm never going back for it, right? And that's right on the on the on the front page, like as soon as you open up, that's what you get. Come on. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so you never did James Conn. I'm surprised. Now, if, uh, I've thought about it because there's so, you know, probably like everybody, there's so many movies I've loved with James Conn uh, from uh, 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 Rio Bravo or uh, El Dorado, uh, rather. El Dorado. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Rio, Rio Bravo was El Dorado with a song. Right, because uh, Rio Bravo had uh, Dean Martin and Ricky Nelson singing in the jail cell, yeah. and uh, I think Khan played Mississippi in Rio Bravo or uh, El Dorado. Yeah. He, he was a knife slinger. He played Co- Colorado, Colorado and Mississippi with the two. Uh, Ricky Nelson was Colorado, Colorado, and James Dean was Mississippi. Yep, yep. That's it. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, they're the same movie basically. Uh, yeah. But, but uh, El Dorado. Uh, Bridge Too Far, of course, Godfather, Thief, uh, uh, was it Rollerball? Uh, he just had a ton of them. El- a Killer Elite, so that uh, you get Duval in that one, fantastic. Yeah, I'm going to name a, a couple. Wasn't he in the, uh, I forget the name of the movie now. He's in bed with the crazy woman who's, uh, he's got the broken leg and she's. Misery. Yeah, misery, yeah. Kathy and- Bates, phenomenal in that movie. Freebie and the Bean was one of my favorites, which is kind of like a dark com- police comedy. It's a weird thing with Alan Arkin. Uh, Ralph mentioned Brian's song. Yeah, so many great movies, man. I watched Brian's song as a kid and cried my eyeballs out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
that, and that still that song still gets to me. Michelle Legrand composed the music for that. It still gets to me. Maybe because it's one of those things that you do as a kid that never, you know, it, it triggers you back to that. Uh, that was incredibly, yeah, I cried. I admit it. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it. It, it gets you. <laughs> yeah. So are you normally up these hours or not? It depends. Like this morning I was up at, I've been up since two o'clock this morning. I just, sometimes I'm, you know, I'll stay up late trying to support people on Twitch or, you know, working on my own thing. And some, yeah. I just, my hours are just off, but at the latest, I'm, I'm up at the latest at seven. Wow. Yeah. I may not be, I may not be vertical. I may still be horizontal at seven, but you know, I'm, right. I'm up. Have you have you lived alone your whole life, or uh, like a bachelor's uh, ideal? My, I wish I had that life. Oh I mean, no, I've lived in sin many times. Okay, I love shacking <laughs> up. Because <laughs> if things go south, you can always leave. Right? Yeah. No, I get it. No, you know, there's not. We talk about freedom. There's no no freedom like living alone <laughs> not having anybody to answer now i got in a lot of trouble talking about that because my brother is an older guy my brother's in town now and we, he was coming to town and we were talking and every time i talk to him he talks to me about he's 69 years old and he talks to me about some young woman they met uh at a grocery store or something and she's in her 40s and she maybe there's something and I'm like why do you even want to get involved with that man just jack off and forget about it it's too much trouble you live alone <laughs> <laughs> celebrate your freedom because all that mean anytime you get even start dating somebody you're giving away your life you're giving away your independence you're giving away yourself and saying i have to ask her now what are you doing friday night i gotta ask her fuck and, that man i want your life i saw that video that you played uh sometime last, maybe earlier this week i keep all my days run together but of your brother, I guess at one of your gigs, dancing with these ladies. Oh no, that ain't my brother. That's Richard. That's oh. ri that that he looks like me. He's he's Maxi me. I'm mini him. Okay. Uh, uh, but yeah, no, he he he's uh he's a different kind of guy. <laughs> he's he's six foot seven version of me. He looks yeah. exactly like me, except he's got a much bigger belly, and uh, he's a drag queen. <laughs> it. When I saw that video, it should be turned into a GIF. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's a drag queen, and he likes to hit on my friend's wives. You know, he's a very weird guy. And he's, he's I don't know if he's kind of in the life or whatever. I don't know. Ralph, you're, if you're still in the chat room, is Richie in, in the life somehow? Because uh, he's rich, but I don't know what he, I don't know what he does, ever did to get rich. Um, he bought... Uh, a, a burnt out mansion and rejuvenated. I know he paid millions of dollars cash to have this mansion re refurbished. Every year he throws extravagant parties there and, and you know, money flows free. He's got all these sports cars and all this kind of stuff. Nobody knows exactly what he does. Wow. <laughs> I never ask him. I just uh, back off from that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> if I come chill in your mansion, I won't say nothing to nobody. <laughs> yeah right uh speaking of the mafia um Kara's in the back room now uh planning a hit looks like she's planning a hit all right um i'm gonna play her music she has she's kind of like uh prima donna she needs music to come in in and out of the room That's crazy. uh so i i i gotta oh, i gotta be careful she wants to smack me now 
Look, she's smiling. Uh, now, I, I have to tell you. Hello. Brett, I, um, good morning, by the way, Kiara. Me, good morning. Brett, He's, uh, we, we're calling him Strawberry Shortcock. Can you say that for me? Um, no. All right. <laughs> uh, now, I had uh, yesterday, I, I had to warn Kiara to put like a, a uh, I don't know where, garlic clumps around, garlic around her neck or something to ward off your, um, your, what is it? You got the Kavorka? Yeah, your Kavorka, yes. You got the Kavorka. And I told her to be very careful because you with your guinea. To. You with your guinea charm and your olive oil voice, you're you're here to take my women away and you just you just wanna make me look ridiculous. And a man in my position can't afford to be made to look ridiculous. No. Uh, so, so I just wanna put that out there. Says a guy with that voice. Yeah. <laughs> like, twice a day, every day. He's putting butts in seats. <laughs> He's putting butts in seats. That's right. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, what were we talking about before Before we were rudely in, <sighs> interrupted with Go the ahead, Mafia continue, Queen over here? Continue. I think we're talking about playing with nuts. Oh, yeah, playing with nuts. Uh, we can't talk about, continue to talk about that because uh, I don't have any. <laughs> um. Hi, Kiara. Nice, meet, nice meeting you. Nice yes. meeting you. I've seen you yes. on the show several times. Ah. Yeah. And good luck with your move. I hope everything works out well. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank speaking you. of yeah. that, do you, do you know how long you will be gone for? Or is it going to be months? Is it going to be weeks? Is it going to be days? Is it going to be Are you trying years? to replace me? Uh, no, I am trying to get a substitutes for you. And I'm trying to, because oh. ne like next week I have, I've got people lined up. For uh, I'm I'm rotating people in and out, and, and to to try um, out people next week. Um, I have to um. Just a rough guess: three weeks, five weeks, ten years, fourteen hours. Let's say five minutes. weeks. All right. Let's say five, five weeks. weeks because wow. it's it, good. Well, right. I, good. I have we'll a short be... amount of time to do a lot of stuff. Oh, so. short. You got a long yeah. way to go and a short time to get there. So you're eastbound and down. You can, if you're going eastbound and down, you might want to stop in Nashville, um, where the fabulous strawberry shortcut. I is, am uh, not the, moving off of Long Island, unfortunately. Well, well, your father goes to Nashville. Now, here's the I, yeah. here's a, something that just occurred to me. Perhaps your father maybe goes both ways, goes down for a little strawberry shortcut, comes back to Long Island and goes to Florida. Or, you think? He might. Well, we already got planned. We're going to head west of the Mississippi and bring back a bunch of 300 cases of Coors beer. <laughs> so, um, uh, are, are you a, are you a uh, James Conn fan, uh, or do you know even know who he is, Kiara? Like, of course, you know who he is, right? Tell me, you know who James? Oh yeah, good guy. So he yeah. passed away. Brett will be today. Aww. You didn't know about this, man. Who you really away? You, James Conn. <laughs> Yeah, oh, oh, he's I saying, see. sure, yeah, I know about him. And then you don't even oh. know. Man. Oh, wait, no, I do know him. You really do live off the grid when it comes to internet stuff, because you'd have no, to be. No, I know this guy. He, he was an elf, and he was in uh, the right. Elf, I forgot elf. That's a, Yes. That, that's not uh, his ma major big role, though. He may have played somebody named Santino. Yeah. <laughs> Santino. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's Aww. right. You got to get up close and bada bing, you know. 
Anyway, so today, Brett, as I mentioned to you yesterday, Brett does this show, Drunk Drawer, and it's really Drunk Drawer painting and a whole other uh, bunch of every artistic um, medium you could possibly think of. He will be doing, he hasn't done that one yet, uh, James Conn, but he's done just about every other, you've done everybody else in The, in the Godfather, right? Right. Uh, I haven't done Brando. Uh, really? Yeah, it's uh, no. it's kind of tough, you know, because Brando goes through, so he's went through so many just, you know, evolutions where, right. uh, I mean, on the waterfront, Godfather, Apocalypse Now, just so many. It's it's I. If yeah. I do one, I'm gonna have to do a lot. That's you know, yeah. Is a, you know, it's. You're so right. You're gonna have that would have to be like a series because he did change a lot. And there was that point in the '50s where he was considered the hand- most handsome man who ever lived, or whatever. <laughs> Greek god, what? And he's not even and, Greek. And whatever. like with all of it, you know it. If, as soon as I put Brando out there, there's it's, especially on Twitter, somebody's going to reply, "Yeah, you write that woman in Tango in Paris." It's like, oh God. That's really? Do you, you get a lot of that crap. Yeah, I used to when I first started, but now it's like, I, you know, everything I put on Twitter is is horseshit anyway. It's, it's except the artwork. The artwork's the only thing I take seriously, but every once in a while you'll still get something like that. Right. What's your favorite mm-hmm. medium? Just pen and ink. I, because I can do that anywhere. Just a sketchbook and an ink pen. Yeah. Because it's highly mobile. Do you, right. do, you, do you work with oil at all? Oil paint? I have in the past. And <clears throat> I'm planning on doing it at some point on the uh, drunk drawer. Which the drunk drawer thing is, I like the alliteration. That's where that came, comes from. And you say drunk drawer and it sounds like you've been drinking anyway. Drunk drawer. Uh, but I, 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 know. Will do, uh, <laughs> I will do some I will do some oils at some point, yes. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. On canvas or... It's got to be on canvas, right? It's got to be well, on canvas. Well, I, I do have a bunch of canvas uh, in the other room, but I went to the art supply store and got a bunch of uh, gessoed masonite, yeah, and yeah, cardboard, yeah. that kind of thing, and, and wood panels as well. Because if you did it on canvas, you'd have to change your whole setup, right? You'd have to go like vertical with, with how you know. <laughs> well, one thing I one thing I did a couple Sundays ago, which that Sunday stream is my favorite. It's I do a Sunday morning brunch stream, and I <laughs> broke out these like 25, 30 year old oil pastel colors, and uh, I did BB King, and uh, just started applying some turpentine to them, and got all the colors working together and uh, mixed around, and it's okay. It's my first time using these in over two decades, and I did that on a wood panel, and it turned wow. out okay for my first time. I you know and haven't done it in years. Now you uh, you a, work with turpentine. Instagram. Yeah, I was... Did uh, you get uh, high off of well, that? <laughs> I forgot how potent it was. Yeah. And the turpentine had been sitting in the garage for years. And so, uh, you know, during the brunch stream, I'm, I'm drinking. Right. And I think uh, I was yeah. about three or four beers in, and the turpentine really started getting to me. I was like, oh, man. And it's yeah. hot. I can't open any windows here because i got to keep the air conditioners and fans going for the dogs. And, whoo. I can't. I can't remember if the stream went long or I cut it short. I can't remember, but it was, it was rough. Or, I, or it was a it was a hazy day anyway. I think it went, went short. I think I remember hearing people complain that you cut it short. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that people look for shit to complain about, man. You, you but I, I I have a complaint. You got to stop using coffee in your promo. You gotta, just call it morning hours or coffee hours. 
all of a sudden, I got, I got, I got come on. I got, I, it's almost like we should do a cross cross promotion thing at uh, some point. I don't, I don't, I don't, I have no way to fit art or uh, drunkness in my title, but uh, if, if you want to do that, I will be happy to do that. <laughs> there you go. Um, you figure something out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, with that, so terpentine, I use odorless thinner and. Here's the thing, though. I think it's just as toxic. Oh, I forgot just, you paint. You don't smell it. Ugh. And then I think that's what killed, like, Bob Ross. It's like he was constantly sniffing odorless thin. And, and because you don't smell it, you're getting just as much of it. You just don't know it. It's like carbon, oh. and mono carbon monoxide, right? It's like poison gas that you're huffing all day long and don't even realize. At least with turpentine, you get to the point where, oh, this is making me sick. And you know to stop with the odorless yeah, thinner. You don't know. It's insidious. There's, uh, I've got <laughs> mineral word. spirits. Good I've got uh, mineral spirits out there as well. That's not as bad, but uh, you know, if you're really focusing on doing your work, that kind of slips up on you. And you know what? The the camera helped out a lot because I was able to look at my eyes, and my eyes were just absolutely bloodshot. I'm like, I'm really <laughs> high right now. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta put the cap on this thing and get it away from my face. Yeah. Wow. Did did you go to art school or were you self-taught? Well, both. Um, as far as the, the illustration and drawing goes, I've been doing that since I was a kid. But I did, uh, I was a graphic design and advertising major because uh, poor kid, you know, I, I didn't have time to do art for art's sake kind of stuff. I had to have yeah. a job the next day I graduated, pay mm -hmm. bills and pay rent, all that stuff. Wow. So I, I, I sold out. Me I too. sold out very quickly. What, yeah, you me too. You pay bills? Me? You, yes, you pay bills. I moved out when I was uh, 17. No, I, said, I didn't ask if you moved out or I didn't Same. ask if you live alone. I said, do you pay bills? I pay my bills. Don't. That's Why? what I, that's, that's my, this is how I live. I don't pay. That's, I'm not paying what, you. Why? That's gangster. That's gangster. You don't, yeah, you don't pay anything electric. Nope, I tell Water. them no. I tell them no. They can They every time I get an electric bill or uh, any kind of bill, cable bill, I just say no, no. Mm. What are you gonna do? You, yeah. No, what are you gonna do about it? Yeah. Right. Tell them you're not. Tell them you're not satisfied with their service. Right. You're not paying. No, right. I of course I pay, I pay all my bills. And yesterday, um, I was really livid because. Last year, when my wife, she was in between positions within her company, and, and it's like multiple companies. She worked for a corporation, healthcare corporation, and they moved her over to one she had no coverage but needed dental coverage. So I bought a dental coverage online, and then um, they started calling last month. Now she has coverage, and they started calling last month, do I want to renew? And I, I said, no. Called uh, again. I said, no. And then yesterday morning, I woke up, and they billed my my. Uh, checking account and took the money out directly oh. Uh, oh. after I said no twice and and still have not been able to get my money back from them. It's like, oh. you know what? That's a fucking scam. You know who you're fucking with? I'm Mo Green. I made my bones. <laughs> Cat, Cat said before, we're just going to get Godfather stuff all day long. Yes, that's what we're going to get. I made my bones when you were banging cheerleaders. Okay. Mm. I, would, uh, yeah, mm. I, like, I like cheerleaders. Tell me more. <laughs> now, Brett Brock, uh, or a timeout. Did you just crack a beer? Is it? 
You're in Tennessee, so there's no difference. It's it's nine. He's been up since time. two a.m. I'm on central. I'm on central time. It's uh, um, eight forty-seven here. Oh, yeah. He's, I'm, a, he's I'm, a professional. So it's I'm, earlier. I'm, yeah, so yeah. Well, wow. it's, it's he. He's on Eastern. You guys are on Eastern time. We're right? in Eastern time. Wait yeah, a I'm minute. An hour behind you. So you drink a beer at you drink a beer at eight forty-five in the morning every morning. No. Oh no. no. It's I'm doing it for Hunter Biden. I I stand Hunter Biden. <laughs> do, do you are you now you you're off the internet so are you aware of the hunter biden thing yesterday Kiara? what is video the video that came out the, the video yesterday yeah do you know what it what it was Are you smoking crack not to, but yeah. uh, a sensory deprivation tank are you aware what that is sensory deprivation tank i thought he was in a bathtub no it's a separate well it's like a bathtub except you there's no sound, no supposedly no light in there. Now they had this green. Um, yeah, I saw the green light. Yeah. Right, and but it so, basically you have no, no, you don't hear anything, you don't feel anything, all that kind of stuff lights are off. And he's not in the bathtub, not just smoking crack, playing with his balls. What else was he doing? Drinking beer. But his, he was supposedly there. I've done to, all three so far. Yeah, right. Yet. <laughs> okay, but. <laughs> He was supposedly there to clean up. Now, that's not my idea of a good way to start your uh, rehab or detox, um, first of all. But the the worst... the worst part of it, again, I don't, I'm not judging him on any playing with your balls, drinking beer, sensory deprivation, crack. Why does even. he record himself? That's to my point! Why? Why set up a camera on yourself and put it on your laptop on... <laughs> <laughs> Check well, me out. Well, I, yeah, I don't understand. I. It's like it's, he wanted to get caught. It's like he want he. It's that yeah, or may, it maybe maybe it has to be. It doesn't have to be. Maybe no. he's one of these crazy people who gets turned on by his own naked body and wants to jerk off to himself. Is that is that a thing? <laughs> That's a thing. Oh, okay. I think it's a thing. If not, I just made it up, but it sounds like a thing. No, there, there's definitely those people. I'm, I'm going to say he did that uh, as a distraction from uh, uh, Shinzo Abe's assassination, but because of the crack, his timing was off. He couldn't get the time zones right. Mm. You're not the first guy named Abe to get assassinated, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Abe. I thought it was Abe. You're right. You're right. But but now that he's been shot, we have to call him Abe. Uh, Oh, my gosh. (laughs) What? That's bad? What's so bad about that? I don't know. Honest Abe would not mind that joke at all. See, you're too sensitive for other people's jokes about stuff like that. Oh. Honest, honest Abe would laugh at that joke. I'm so he'd, he'd be fucking his military uh, aide or whatever while he was, but he would be laughing. I'm sorry. What? You don't even know Abe Lincoln was like, uh, he went both ways. He had a military, uh, a Marine guard that he Yeah, used to who fuck. was telling us that? Someone was telling us that. Um, everybody. That we had on the show. Everybody. Everybody oh. who's a historian. I think it was probably Andy. Andy's a, a big A blink. Oh right yes, now. it was. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Now, now speaking of Andy, I wanted to talk to you about this. Now, when did you, Brett? When when did you get started doing um, the comedian? You're like this is one of your niches, I guess. The comedians' promotional work for their specials and posters and all that stuff. Was that just come from when you were doing stand up? Somebody approached you, hey, I need a post. How did you get that? 
cut that meat shell for yourself. Well, I'm going to give you a little history before I get into that, I guess. Okay. Uh, um, to pay for cut, once I, you know, just like uh, we were saying earlier, I too left at 17, went to college, and uh, it wasn't very long. I realized I needed a lot of part-time jobs to pay for college. And one of the jobs I was uh, I joined the Air National Guard because mm -hmm. I, and I joined it for the exact reason that one joins the Air National Guard back in the, uh, the early to mid-90s. I went one week in a month, two weeks a summer, took a semester off, do my basic training in tech school, and uh, paid, paid for college, got out of it. There was no debt. Came out of college, mm -hmm. no debt. And uh, did that six years and went, this part-time gig is a pretty sweet little thing. Give me another six years of that. And uh, so, you know, everything was going along great. Uh, had a good-paying full-time job as a civilian, uh, storyboard artist for a film production company for several years, and art director on Music Row, and 9-11 wow. happened. And 9-11 uh, happened, and overnight, uh, my little... Uh, G.I. Joe cosplay <laughs> one week in a month became a full-time gig and uh, deployed and uh, just depl 2003, 2008, I wasn't home at all. I, I was in my house cumulatively for one year uh, from 2003, 2008. I was gone constantly. Uh, but yeah. so I finished up that career, retired in 2016. But in 2015, I knew I had to come up with a plan pretty quickly. I knew I, was, I didn't want that anymore. I wanted to get the hell out of that, and I wanted to go back to the art field. And I thought, okay, what, what am I going to do? And who do mm -hmm. I want to work with? And I went, Stanhope. I absolutely want to work with funny people. And in my head was like, funny people it would be a great, you know, uh, genre to work with. And so I just kind of I, I laid in the bed one morning, Sunday morning, hungover, and listened to Doug's podcast. And he puts out this cattle call that uh, Castle Rock Kenny and, and uh, uh, Derek are running for mayor of Bisbee. And he, wants, he puts out a cattle call for artists to come up with campaign posters and yard signs. And so I got off my butt, grabbed a beer, tried to stay ahead of the hangover, and got to my computer and went to work. And uh, wow. tried to figure out what, you know, Kenny and Derek and everybody looked like. And oh, so you didn't even have a visual reference at all? I, wow. I've been listening. I've been listening to Doug forever, and you know, or you know, his comedy, and then all the podcasts. But I didn't know what any of these people looked like. In 2015, I didn't even know what how Twitter worked. I didn't know the difference between the number signs and the at signs. <laughs> it's, I didn't know. I didn't know any of that stuff. And again, just in 2015, and uh, once I knocked out Derek and Kenny, I was like, okay, let me just try to draw everybody in the funhouse. So. Then I had to look up what does Chad Shank look like? You know, what does, you know, you know, Shaylee goes through different evolutions too with, with hair and, and all that and Tracy and, you know, I knew what Doug and Bingo looked like. But uh, that's how it started. I just kind of, I did, not necessarily cyber stalked, but, uh, <laughs> but I, uh, uh, yeah, just had to find it and just started putting it on Twitter. And one day, Shaylee hits me up and uh, goes, hey, would you mind help me do a, a font change? Uh, do y'all see that blinking? Yeah, I do. I don't, now it's it, stopped. It, what? Yeah, it, every once in a while I do, yeah. It's like Morse code. It looks like Morse code. I don't know what's happening here. Oh, yeah, there it is in the background there, yeah. 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 
Oh, I don't know what now it was. Stop. Oh, now it's going again. Wow, it's it's the auto sensor, and when you turn your shoulder a certain way, it will it will block that out and make it weird. That's kind of weird. creepy. Yeah, it is I creepy. Why, I, I told you all that to tell you this. I cyberstalk Stanhope. I, I, I just put it all out there on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at that time when I was still on Facebook, and uh, Shaley hit me up. And next thing you know, uh, we kind of started a five and a half, six year working relationship and uh, wow. did all their posters. And uh, that led uh, to the issues with Andy Crowd or the entire, you know, that click of Stanhope, that entire crew, uh, whom I, I love every one of them. And then that led to Burt Kreischer and Sam Tripoli and just on and on and on. Wow. So that's, wow. that's how it started. Wow. So, so Chelly was instrumental in in making this happen. Uh, for Kiara, who doesn't know Greg Chelly, oh, let me just show you a picture of Greg Chelly. There he is. Okay. Um, Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, so <laughs> that's it, that's a, that's a really cool story. Now, yours your military experience is not typical uh, because most of the people I know who who served in the last twenty years or so. Uh, enlisted after 9/11, you you were scamming the government uh, before that, and then got you fell in fell into the trap. <laughs> you know, one hundred percent. I was in it for financial gain. One hundred percent. Yeah, wow. it's, that's a whole different motivation than the people who uh, all of a sudden I got my patriotism on because they bombed the towers, and uh, it's a whole different uh, avenue in. So that's a, that's interesting in itself. Um, so the, the nature Jack stuff, I'm interested that that fact that you didn't have any visual reference, uh, for those, those original ones that you're just working off your imagination. No, from no, no. Things... I, I, I had to go search for what they look like, right? And like, you know, and so I had to really search Facebook and Twitter and, and oh, everything okay. to, to find some kind of photo reference to see what they look like. And, you know, at, and you can look at that very first one that I did a, Chad Shank, it's you know, it's like this kind of upshot, and I didn't nail it. But. Now, is your website broke today? Because I wanted to show you work, and I, all I can get is the yeah, I want to see the work. The, the best thing is go to Instagram, but because uh, my uh, my website, I haven't touched it, I don't know how many years. But oh there's, wow! Uh, if you if you I saw you earlier, if uh, if you go to the website and just click on the images, yeah, or you know those, those squares. Right, then, like if you go to Stanhope and click on that, then all the images will pop up on the next page. But there's no prints. I don't have anything for sale. The best, but the best thing is go to Instagram. That's where I post everything. Uh, wow. I should have put that. Right. I should have put that in the um, description because I have. What do I have there? I have your uh, Twitch and, and BrettBrock.com. I got to find. Uh, I, I got to take a call just here really quickly and tell and tell this guy. Um, are you there? Am I where? Are you? Is this I'm, you or I'm on, I'm on the air right now, and that's why oh, I, I hung up on you. Are you in town? Yeah, yeah, but just this tomorrow night, the concert? Are you no, playing? no, no, the 10th. How Sun could you do this to me? I got people coming in from around the Sunday country. Sunday the 10th. That's Sunday night. We're there, five five thirty p.m. At, at Catch in Lindenhurst. That's what we'll be. You, you sound a little excited. You don't have a stroke. Calm down. Wait, but Saturday you're not at Venetian Shores. No, Saturday, Sunday I'm at Venetian Shores. 
Uh, okay, I'll All talk right. to you. Come All back right. to your ship. All right, bye. That's uh, my brother Mike. That's uh, what he sounds like. Now, um, so I should go to that Instagram, but I'm not good with Instagram, especially on a major browser. You I'm on it. I know. Well, you got a phone, and we can't just go with your holding up pictures, right? Uh, it's I'm, husky, I'm looking at all of them. Husky bio, boyo. Oh, no. What I do? Now, what, how many dogs do you have? Three, I have three Siberian Huskies. Husky, H-U-S-K-E-Y? Yes. S-U-H-U-S-K-Y. K-Y. Boy. Boyo. Yeah. I can't be found. I got to put an at in front of it, right? Come on. I found it. Well, you're better than me. You're especially with, um... oh, come on. If I put in Husky Boyo. I suck at this. I suck at everything on internet. You do. I know. Husky Boyo, nothing comes up. Yes. On my, on my internet, on my Instagram. Just to write in Google Brett Brock Instagram, and it's the first one that comes oh, up. Oh, that yeah, Google. I could trust Google. They get my shit right. Why didn't I think of that? See, this is why we keep you around. What am I going to do for five weeks when I don't have you to tell me to go? Oh. You'll find someone. We, we all see who's running the ship. Yeah. Oh, you No, what happens when? Because I got this weird thing. If I go to Google and I press some uh, Brett Brock uh, Instagram thing, what's going to come up is I got this app now on my, uh, and it doesn't show. It doesn't show its page. This dumb Instagram app that takes over my browser. I wish every time that you were struggling with the computer, I had a sound effect. Like a like a trombone oh, we, or something. We we could right? do that when you come back in five weeks. We'll uh, yeah. we'll, we'll have that for you. I have that because they just added that last night too. And um, just give me just give me a button and I'll and I'll click all the, you know, uh, your thinking face, your angry face. You know what? Maybe if I go to Twitter, do you have a link there on your uh, Twitter, Brett? Yeah, I think there's a. I think I've I got think links in all my bios. I think probably be the best way for me to get I, there. I, I know I suck at this. So, but coming back to the dogs now, how many dogs do you have? Three Siberian Huskies. Now, uh, how long have you been uh, a, a husky lover? A husky lover? Oh yeah. Only in the winter months because it's cold. I know. I know. But uh, that's unreal. Real, real yeah, odd. They'll be four. They'll be fourteen in November. So wow! Uh, All of them. Yeah. So you had them when you were in the military, and that was cool? Yeah, in, in 2000, eh, what was it, 2000, around 2008, 2009, we were told that we wouldn't be deploying anymore because we were going to become a schoolhouse uh, teaching DOD and uh, international uh, military students, you know, how to operate the C-130 in all crew positions. And, of course, that was a lie. We kept we kept deploying, but I got all these dogs thinking, oh great, uh, now I can be a res- I can be a responsible dog owner, and because I'll be at home every night, right. and uh, that wasn't true. But yeah, anytime uh, if I had to go to any other extended training that was more than a couple weeks, I always took them with me. Wow, wow! Uh-huh. I could I, I could set it up uh, when they cut my orders that me driving my POV was beneficial to the government. 
And so once we put that line in there, that it would save the government money, then, you know, me taking an air, you know, an air flight and that kind of stuff, airplane. Now, the uh, breed, now, the breed, were you always a husky? I'm going to call you a husky lover. I'm, I'm sorry, but it, it makes it makes me feel. Oh, you got of, it. Okay, okay. Right. So uh, were, were Huskies always your dog or uh, is there a story behind that? Because I, I was a Husky guy at, for a short period of my life only to impress a girl who was in love with Huskies. Uh, <laughs> I, were, you, were you always a Husky guy? No, not really. When I, when I first started researching them, I wanted a very hardy, sturdy breed because uh, I was in triathlete shape. And I wanted a dog that could hang with me and, you know, tough dog that could be out in the woods and go camping and stay out just outside in all temperatures because uh, that's what right. I really used I used to love doing that and a husky was just seemed like the, the the right breed and we worked out and we ran everywhere and you know I don't know if they could go in all, all temperatures I guess maybe they can but I was thinking they'd probably have a hard time in like an Arizona heat or, or you know or Vegas summertime 120 degrees they those long-haired dogs don't don't do well. With in that. Tennessee, it's it's hot and humid as hell here. But uh, to stay in shape in their younger days, I'd always go canoeing, and uh, so they'd jump in the river and they'd swim for a mile. Then they'd smell a a deer or an otter. Then they'd take off and run for a mile down the bank. <laughs> and when they got tired and hot, they'd jump back in the river and then they'd jump in the canoe and sleep for fifteen minutes and back out again. Wow! And wow. so they'd jump in and cool off. All right, we're looking at your work now. Uh, this is pencil, right? Is it am I wrong, or is it pen well, and I started, ink? I started with a number two pencil, but then wow. um, what I did there was just took some old magic markers for the grays, and and uh, uh, it's a technique by Robert Fawcett. Uh, I would use kind of a, a, a dried up, I'll just show you, a dried up graphic pen to get that kind of uh, dry brush look to it. Now you're big on um, really getting details into the the face. Uh, that that's a that's a difficult. You know, uh, portraits are really hard, especially and you um, obviously you know this uh, from doing it your whole life. It's the hardest thing to do. But when you get into this kind of detail, I mean, mo yeah. basically, I'm just down to like face shapes and stuff like that. <laughs> but you get into every little crevice, wow. every every little well, line in the face. I, I miss Barry Crimmins so much. I, I, I do miss that guy. I don't know what I put on Twitter one time, but he liked it and immediately followed me. And I was like, I, like I've always loved Barry. And, wow. uh, and then when he did that, I was like, I absolutely love Barry now. <laughs> but, but with that stuff, if you nail the eyes, you, you pretty much got it. Because you know, right. everybody's going to look at it. It's like, it's like an, an animation Typical animation, you're just drawing a jelly bean, but you've right. got to hit the eyes and the hands. The eyes and the hands are what's so expressive. And if you can't do those eyes and hands, it's just not going to come off as believable. You're not going to pull anybody in. Okay, yeah, yeah. Bean. Now, you said you don't have any stuff for sale on, on the website. <clears throat> I, I, I'm curious, do you not like money or you hate money? You, 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 you're against money, the general idea of money. Uh, just uh, uh, just offensive to you or something? Uh, there's a lot to that. There's a, I've got a <laughs> lot of feelings about it. It's of course I like money. Of course you got to have money to pay bills, that kind of thing. Uh, but 
it's like if, if I'm constantly doing commissions and constantly going for money, I feel like people have something on me. If that may, I feel like, uh, that's weird. You know, You're a weird dude, my, man. What a weird all, dude. Well, it's, so it's weird. like, you know, do another one, do another picture. I'm going to go into another picture. I just, I just listening to him talk about money here for well, a second. You know, like it, in, in all my bios, I've got commissions are closed and I don't do tattoos. And almost on a daily basis, people will DM me going, Hey man, I got this sweet idea for a tattoo. If you could do it for me. Why? Well, I, I think you, you should go for it. They, they can't. They can't hold anything over their your head if they pay you. They'll hold it over your head if they don't pay you. Ah, and here comes the haggling part. Nobody wants to pay you for your time and talent. Uh, and uh, oh. so the way I look at it, it's uh, if you're going to do pricing, it's time, tools, talent times three. And wow. nobody wants to nobody wants to pay that. And wow, you know and. Oh, I know people know, who would pay that. You'll get people who will pay that. Yeah, we know pe I know people who pay that. What happened? It stopped me here. Why did it stop me here? Uh, oh, that was just the. Wow. Now that's pastel or what? That watercolor. What is that? Just old cheap watercolors that I used with. Uh, uh, it's well, I can show you. Uh, my like all watercolor. Died. Yeah, there's uh, these old praying watercolors. They're from I mean, just old. Uh, my aunt died a couple years ago, and so she left me all of her old art supplies. Wow. And so I've just been trying to use them all up. This is, I'm guessing this is about from 1960 because the price uh, was a dollar fifty, <gasps> and and that's a a metal tin. So uh, even when the watercolors are gone, I'm keeping that. Wow. But uh, and like uh, these old these old pastels, they're from 1954. Right. Wow. I I got similar one. Well, I had similar. I think my wife gave all my art supplies to my stepdaughter. Uh, last time I went to paint a picture, I couldn't find a canvas, couldn't find my oil paints. I was like, what happened? Well, Sarah was interested. Like, don't just give away my stuff because I'm not using it right now. Wow. Um, I would be mad. There, there's the oil pastel that I did uh, on that wood panel we were talking about earlier. Right. Wow. That's pretty cool. How big is that? Is that, it's hard to, oh, well, you've got the, uh, the pastel box right there for a uh, kind of scale reference. That's, so yes. it's not that big. That's, now, that's difficult working and getting that kind of detail into a really small, because that's got to be like eight by 10 or something, or six by 10 or something, right? What? It's, yeah, it's pretty small. It's, uh, yeah, six, maybe six by eight, something like that. Um, but one thing I liked about it, you know, we were talking about canvas earlier. With a canvas, you've got that kind of breathing, flexing thing going on when you touch it with a brush. But right. with the uh, the wood, there's no give. Right. I, I kind of like that a little bit. But I'm getting it, used to it. So. Yeah. We'll but see still, this the, these, are, these are incredible. These are really awesome. Just Want to see another one? Just, yeah, just to fit the detail, though, in that small that images. <laughs> you seen that yep. one? Wait, uh, I was going to stare at it for a while. Oh, what's this one? Okay. Wow. Well, there's wow. A, a lot of work here to go through. I, I mean, we do this. We'll be a 19-hour uh, call thing, and we'll be getting drunk. And uh, Brett has this gift. I don't know if it's a gift or it's a curse or whatever it is. He has this way of uh, seducing Carl into giving up his deepest, darkest nightmares, personal uh, stuff he try, wants to keep in the closet and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, if we keep him here too long, we'll probably be confessing, like, 
all our deep, deepest, darkest sins. This is really cool. This yeah, that color. is really cool. That's uh, I did. I think it was a six and a half hour Twitch stream. I did that on. Uh, wow. Just that cl- classic, sh- you know, shoe or shine box scene from uh, Goodfellas. Right. And, you uh, know, this thing was the anniversary of this was just uh, what, what what was it? It was the sixty uh, second, fifty second anniversary of that just passed. We had a gig that night. It was June tenth, nineteen seventy. This night. <laughs> that you captured here, <laughs> June tenth. Uh, wow! And it was—I I don't think I nailed it on June tenth, but it was very close to that date that right. I did that. Now you—you've you, been a doing nice a lot—a lot of the ladies. I like but this one. Uh, did you get in some trouble or something with Twitch for doing the the ladies like scantily clad ladies? I never. Uh, <laughs> no, I never. I've never been in in trouble on Twitch with a scantily clad lady. <laughs> but, Good. Uh, but I, I do read their terms of service, and uh, I want to I want to push it because Twitch doesn't allow any nudity at all whatsoever, mm. and uh, like they don't you can't even like it's hot and humid here, and man, it'd feel good to you know do some painting with my shirt off and just <laughs> so much sweat and humidity, but. They don't allow shirtless dudes, nothing. No, wow. because you showed your titties on Carl's thing, and that was on Twitch. That was on YouTube. No, but it's also on Twitch. He's also on Twitch. Oh, was it? Uh, <laughs> but I think it was, I don't know. I, I, I have to go back and see if that was. And the Potathon was also on Twitch, too. Uh, we're looking at the Johnny Depp thing. And now, this is probably how you'd have to go about doing a, a Brando thing. Yeah. The, you know, same yeah. kind of treatment or no? Yeah, it, it would it'd be very similar to that, sure. I just had to figure out uh, how the eye would flow because, you know, he goes from uh, skinny, hot Brando from uh, Waterfront to a big, huge yeah. uh, Brando, the island Dr. Moreau. Ah, this is amazing, amazing stuff. Yeah, look at I, that. Wow. It still hurts to know that that guy's gone. Yeah. Wow. Man, so much great work. Oh, and this is how it began. This is how it started. Now, this is why I was talking to you about money, because, you know, I think I told you this. When you were doing, when you started, because you started posting, this is how it's going to start, and I'm going to color this or paint it today. And I would would grab these down and make my own personal coloring book and spend hours, like, coloring your thing. Like, there's a, you could sell those just uh, as a coloring book, you know, do your own coloring. <laughs> the Brett Brock coloring book. I suppose you'd have to have license those people's images or something. though. I don't know. But, I, but it, to me, I always think monetization. Money, money, money. <laughs> I, and, I, and, and there's just something about it where, you know, again, people always want something for nothing. And then it just, it's it's freeing not worrying about money and not, you know, I'm not going to work for free. Right. If, unless it's for me, but what I'm doing now genuinely makes me happy. Yeah. No, and, but uh, it, uh, it brings me great joy, like to pull this down, put it into Photoshop, and spend hours and hours just trying to color it. You know, yeah. and color <laughs> that. That what a uh, you know, it's like one of those escapist kind of highs that you get. Now this is yeah. amazing, amazing. That's awesome. And yeah. I was done with those cheap watercolors too. So I, that's wow. one thing on my Twitch stream. I try to. You know, I want all my everything I use, my tools to always be uh, affordable, accessible, and accountable. And the accountable portion being making myself accountable 
that if there's a poor kid out there going, yes, you can make some cool art by just picking up some stuff at Dollar General or Walmart. You don't have to go to a fancy art supply store and drop 300 bucks. You can just, right. you know, you can, it, that's how it started. And that's how I still want to keep it. But then all the drunk started showing up. I was like, ah. Right. This, let's, let's, this let's is all pastel we're looking at, right? This is just pastel? Yeah, that's that's uh, from the Sunday morning brunch stream. And uh, just using those pastels and just trying to create stuff. Now, drunk. And I, got, I, and I can't. That one. That was that was the night I got uh, box wine drunk on Henry Phillips. And, uh, yeah, I got really loud. I don't know why I was screaming, but I was yeah. yelling that night. Well, I love Henry, and I had to explain to somebody because the altercation festival is coming up, and some somebody on my Facebook said, "I don't know any of those people." I was like, "You don't know Henry Phillips," and then I realized I had told him about Henry because the guy was a cook, a chef, and he's got a, a show, and I talked told him about Henry's cooking show a number of times. Like, come on, dude! That, that now you just told me you don't even pay attention to me, but it's surprising to me that people, anybody on the planet, doesn't know Henry Phillips by now. The Highwayman is was great great content the cooking show and the punching films uh the punching the clown and punching henry are they i know this sounds like hyperbole but to me they stand up with the godfather one and two as fucking great films great great cinema uh, maybe it's just because me and, and my taste but to me those rank up there with the greatest films of all time and, and again I'm, I'm not blowing smoke up anybody's butt but I, I genuinely can see Doug Stanhope as a taxi cab dispatcher. Fucking a! I told him that on the podathon because he always says he's not a, an actor, right? Uh, uh, and I'm gonna uh, Norman. Well, man, uh, I'm gonna cut these because we could talk about the, your work all day long. Um, but when oh, when Stanhope was on the podathon, I said to him, "You know, you say you're not an actor. That work as the dispatcher stuff." Because he, he always says he's playing himself, and, and he's always playing a drunk version of himself. That guy wasn't drunk, and that was fucking top-notch acting. That was, it, it, to me, completely believable. There was it, it, one of the most believable uh, acting roles in cinema, and he, he can't take a compliment, obviously. He absolutely nailed it. And like, if, if you didn't know anything about him and saw that one role, it's like, oh, that's, that's what he does. Right. Mm. Yeah. That's him. Very cool. Now, do you do you get to do, have you been to Bisbee and hung hang out with that whole crew out there? Yeah. Uh yeah. Andy and I back in twenty nineteen in May of twenty nineteen, uh we were like for a month, month and a half or so, uh, did a massive road trip and uh Andy and I did some stand up gigs, that kind of thing. We hung out at, in Vegas when Doug uh filmed his uh Netflix or uh, his uh special. Uh, out at the plaza and uh, hung out on in L.A. for a week or so, then uh, Vegas, then straight down to Phoenix, Tucson, and Bisbee and hung out there with those guys and, wow. and headed uh, headed east to Las Cruces and El Paso. Oh, time. cool. Uh, you know, Las Cruces, uh, I spent a lot of time there when I uh, was in New Mexico. I love that town. It's got like a special... Did you do any artwork from there? Because that's got like some magical qualities of of that whole town. It's just you want it. It should be a painting. The entire town should be a painting. We <laughs> didn't have time, but uh, if I ever go back, I want to explore those mountains. That Ooh. are, you know, it's it's a college town. I like it. Yeah, 
Kara, what are you doing? You playing with your pussy? Yes. Oh. Playing with my my little my little one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see the face. Put the face up. Okay. No, she won't do it. She's like. <laughs> oh. <laughs> She's trying to get outside to to see her boyfriend, and I and I won't let her. Is she in heat? She's spayed. Oh, I think so... they they spayed her too early. She was spayed. I got her. Oh, I don't know how old I got her now. I forgot. I don't eight, know. Can you eight, do that? Six, is, eight there, weeks. is such a thing? It's too early. Like it comes back. Is that what you're like? A... Getting your tonsils removed too young and they grow back anyway. Sounds like she's a practice girl. Well, exactly. Well, I think she was paid too early as well because she's tiny. She like I think it's no. Well, girl. my cats are tiny too. And you know what? Maybe because they were fixed really young too. Yes. But hmm. but no, she. I let her go outside and and she would come back after an hour or two hours. But what really did it was she went outside one day and I called her name, and she wasn't listening and she went into like a hole that leads oh. to the basement. And um, this is an apartment complex. It's not my basement. And there's all the cats down there, all the strays. And she didn't come back for hours. She didn't, no. like, maybe like half a day. And then no. she came back at night and she was all proud. And I said, okay, you little slut, you're not going anywhere anymore. Right. And now her boyfriends come up to the, they call for her. They come up to the glass and they call for her. Oh, yeah. No. yeah. But that's, that's weird because they, they, they can generally smell. Uh, she's fixed. It was, you know, what's the point? That's what I thought. I thought, okay, maybe she's in heat, but she... She's... What's the point? I can't knock it up. I'm moving on. Yeah. If it can't... Because they're kind of... They are like little lions. Like they lion, are. She's eating Lions she's will kill... my fingers. Lions will kill babies so that uh, the mother will go back yes. into heat. So that, yeah. yeah. I always said if she was like like bigger than me... She'd stalk me when I was making breakfast or something and just kill me. Because she stalks me now under the yeah, table. No, and I then can, when I walk I by. See, I yeah. can see that. Just about anything would want to kill you. No. Oh, come um, on. Yeah, uh, no. She's, she's definitely a killer. All right. Now, you're, uh, uh, let's, tra let's transition here uh, a little bit. Now, you come from a long line of mafia uh, family, right? Sicilian people. Brett is, um, I was fascinated. I, wa I wanted to say obsessed, but fascinated with the life. Uh, can you can you uh, clue him into what the life of a mob uh, mob princess that you are, or what is your life like, and how many people has you, your, uh, have you killed? No, I'm not a mob princess because my family like disowned me. But um, my grandfather definitely was from the town where the where the uh, the real Godfather was from in Sicily, and he used to walk the Godfather's mother home. Wait, no. Godfather's grandmother. His grandmother. Was it his grandmother? Yes. Home. Yeah. Because they, the, they would hang out and cook together, and then he would have it, to escort His mother was killed, and he was an orphan. What? It's, it's, yeah. Uh, okay, so maybe the Who was it? Lucky Luciano, I think it was. Yeah, and his gra his, his mother was killed in Sicily. He came over on that. That's kind yeah, yeah, of the yeah. Vito Corleone story. Um, but yeah, so it had to be his grandmother because his mother was, his mother was assassinated. Seriously? Uh, yeah. Lots, lots of that going on. And he definitely uh, had connections because he had a lot of properties and he was like a slumlord. He had lots of houses. And... So, so Brett, uh, where, where did your fascination with, with that 
subject matter. Why? Why, why do you have that? It just started, I guess, probably in I don't know, fourth, fifth grade. You know, just reading about Al Capone. That's what started it. And then mm. reading, 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 and going back. And, you know, ultimately, you know, reading about the five families and the commission and all that. But I've always been more fascinated with the Chicago outfit. And mm. specifically Sam Giancana. Because to me, Giancana was the pivot point for everything that happened in the 60s from Cuba and Castro and both Kennedys and Vegas. Yeah. Both Kennedys? I'm not aware of the Robert Kennedy connection to Sam Giancana. I know about the, obviously, I think anybody who's looked into that uh, knows about the, the JFK thing. Robert Kennedy, I was not aware of until just I, this moment. Well, no, no. I'm, and <laughs> that's my assessment. Okay. And, and like, and, Don't so, worry, you're not going to get whacked. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm not in that life. <laughs> Besides, the people in that life love talking about it and hearing about themselves. They're not always, they didn't used to. I, that's yeah, I changed. And that's but, where, where I, I have a big problem with Michael Francis, and I think he's a bullshit artist. Because, uh, you know, he knows, because he definitely, he was the real deal. He was a capo regime. He was in charge of a big operation and a major moneymaker. And he knows. Yeah. Gas business. Yeah. Huge. He's, yeah, So, but he knows not to talk about it. And now that he is talking about it, acting like he's not part of that anymore, he's not part of that, but he's grifting off of it, and he's he's kind of making shit up and and um, romanticizing and Hollywooding it up for a lot of people because it wasn't, it never was a glamorous life. It was always very dirty very seedy not what you see in the movies and he knows that better than anybody and he's trying to make it seem like it, you know the movies are the real de- deal and I, I get that but it's it's to me it's it's not real it's it's not real at all yeah well now there's really nobody left right we're all in real estate right the, 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 we're the lame real now life. yeah the real life doesn't. so have you seen the offer have you seen any of the offer on uh, paramount no yes no now, because we're talking about Brando, and the thing that I found out from the offer is why Brando decided to do The Godfather in the first place. Do, do, do you recall that part? He said... He, talking to me or... Huh? Yeah, yeah, for you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's, um, I, I was kind of waiting for you to uh, 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 talk about Columbo. And uh, uh, Giovanni, that's where I was waiting on you, you know, because it seems like uh, Columbo was always a very dapper dresser, you know, in all of his hearings that he attended, everything, every picture I saw of him. And then even though Giovanni Ribisi is a fantastic a- actor and just portrayed a fantastic role, to me, I wanted him a little more dapper and not as greasy looking, if that yeah. makes sense. Well, but anyway, sorry. Uh, Gotti was the, the dapper one. Colombo was the head of the Ita- Italian American Civic Association, and we were everybody in my neighborhood was part of that thing when, when we were growing up. And um, Luca, the guy who ended up playing Luca, was a big part of that. And he, he was, you know, he was he was one of the guys who brought it into my neighborhood. He took my father to an Italian American civic association. Now my father at that time was working for American airlines and was running book 
and their uh, baggage department. So the guys who were working baggage claim and all that, not baggage claim, the putting the bags on the planes, he was running book for those people, but working as a supervisor for American Airlines at the time. And Luca, Lenny Montana, took him to a uh, Joe Colombo Italian Civic, uh, American Civic Association, uh, and he goes, and here's my friend George Napo. He's going to fly us all out to California for free. And my, my father was like, what? Shut the <laughs> One of those situations. Uh, but so Ralph, and I don't know if Ralph's still there. He, Ralph had told me just last week that two friends of ours were uh, 15 feet away from Joe Colombo when he, when he got it. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, that was... That was a very, you know, I've read about it and watched documentaries about it. And then the offer comes out and they show that. That was just a massive, ballsy public hit. That was a, I'm, yeah. still, I'm still amazed by that. It's like, that's a suicide mission. If you're going to do that, you're getting killed. You're not coming out. Mm. Yeah. At that time, it was kind of like everybody was getting shot, though. It was like, I, I, you know, the, even the Pope was getting shot. Everybody was getting shot everywhere. Martin Luther King, Bobby Kennedy, everybody was getting shot. <laughs> George Wallace had been shot around that time. Everybody, it was just like a, you know, assassination uh, craze, I guess, at that time. Hope we don't go back through that kind of stuff. But yeah, so uh, it's just curious to me what you know. A lot of people are enamored with the life and i know a lot of the these guys who, who were in the life or call themselves retired now they're grifting on youtube and it's funny to see like youtube channels of all like francesi and sammy the bull and other guys just coming out and talking about it like it's nothing now it, if uh one thing i've watched about uh, uh Francis, he he seems to stoke fear towards the end of his YouTube, because I've watched every one of them, and it's a lot of Fox News talking points, and, you know, hey, so be it. I guess you got to make money. Yeah, Unless yeah, you're like yeah. me, and, you know, you don't like money, I guess. But uh, Yeah, no, I, you got to have money to survive in this world. <laughs> but but it's it seems like that's what he does at the end. Uh, just stoking fear seems like that's, yeah. that's kind of the... Uh, the big deal and then that's kind of why i like sammy he just kind of owns it he goes right. yeah i did all of this and i love that life yeah mm. yeah well ralphie was talking about sonny sonny francis who uh was, was michael's father who just died not too long ago at like 102 or whatever he lived at. he's one of the rare people that live beyond 50 or 60 years. Nobody in that life, really. My Uncle Rich was another one of those guys. My Uncle Rich lived to be 95, I believe. And if it, if it was 10 years ago now, I could probably call him up and 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 get some real... My Uncle Rich was a real... He, you know, he was the real thing. He was a hit man. Not, not like my father. And most of the guys in my neighborhood... You have to understand, the, the mafia... And the hitmen, uh, the made men, and all those, they're a very small part of it. A big part of it is the guys who are on the fringes, the guys who are working with them or for them in some capacity, who are not really in. They're kind of being used by them. And, and so my whole neighborhood and anybody who was involved in that were those really third or fourth level wannabes want to be in, but never really in, in it. And there's so much of that. The majority of the people doing the crime 
are people not in it. And the, the guys who were really in it, who were controlling it and taking a, a cut, they were a small, small minority, but they would just muscle in. They'd say, okay, they got an operation, go over there. We Now, go, go on that. And go tell somebody, you know, you got to pay us to keep doing these crimes. And that's that's it. So there were most of the people I knew would fantasize and told stories like they were in it, but not really in it. They mm. were on, they were on the fringes of it. And I mm. and I know Michael Francesi, uh, Francis, as he said, calls himself. Um, Sonny was Francesi, which was weird. But uh, he he was a guy who ran all that gas station stuff. And so many people who were part of that were not really in it they weren't really he didn't control them directly he just took money from them he didn't, wasn't calling orders on all that stuff just going you're running this we're coming in we're taking a piece of it and then that's the way they ran mm. but he makes it seem like it was like a like a corporation where decisions were made and plans and no it's very disorganized like that mm. and, and and that's the way i thought it was i thought it was a uh yeah, I, you you corrected me there. I, I thought it was very much a corporation type. It, it, they yet. they run yeah they run it and they think of themselves that way. But if they're being honest, they know that most of the guys doing the work uh, were just stiffs and they were expendable stiffs. They were like you know privates in and they weren't really enlisted privates. They were <laughs> they were mercenaries or you know guns for hire or or thieves for hire or. Uh, shoplifters for hire or whatever for hire right. guys desperate desperate to make a buck any right. way you can yeah a lot of lot of thieving going on at the airports especially robbing trucks robbing cargo and all that kind of stuff but those guys weren't in they were just being used by the guys no mike texted me no mike i'm not what huh mike just texted me so i'm answering his question what what question did he Nothing. ask? Yes. Something I private. My my answer is no. Mike Mike my Mike Mikey Mike. My Mike, yeah. What do you mean your Mike? <laughs> he's, he's my, my Mike. Mike. He's, he's my Mike. Hey, he's my Mike. Mikey hey. said Mikey. He's on the text with you. Yeah. So he's listening to this. Does he? Is he listening to this? Because yeah. he claimed that he had a. Uh, he went to dinner with Sonny Francis. Well, I know we had chicken Frances, uh like last week. I, I got to be honest. Friendships <laughs> start with first names and secrets, and we're not getting secrets. So apparently we can't be friends. You're not in right. the friends club. No. I'm sorry. Yeah, but if uh, Mikey's there, why isn't he calling in? Uh, and what, did he, what? what did he Go ask? ahead, Mike. Call in. Mike, call in. He's not oh. going to call in. Hey, can I get he, a beer? Is she paying attention? That's Hey! Hey, that was between us. Now, wow. so call in. We want to hear, because uh, I believe you told me you went to dinner with Sonny and Lenny. No, I was uh, completely and, spacing out and thinking and we, about what I have to do later. We want to hear the story. It wasn't, about, it's not, it, this oh, conversation. Oh, no, he, he's saying Carmine Persico. I'm sorry, it wasn't, oh. it wasn't Sonny. This so we want to hear that story. Brett is, wants to hear, Brett, don't you want to hear that story? It's amazing. Yeah, I'd love to hear that story. Can I get a beer before you do? And then yes, I, if, you do. Go I'll get a beer. I'll finish your beer? Oh, I'll finish two of them. I'll be right back. I'm coming back. Wow. Oh, I'm a pro. Fucking strawberry shortcock. Come on. This conversation is almost Travis Lipsky worthy for me really? as my last day. Yeah. I'm Why? falling asleep. Uh, it's not, You're not interested it's not in riveting. Huh? 
You're not interested in the mob? I've heard oh, all th- about it when I sat down with my grandfather, my father. Who knows this person? Who did this? Oh, here's you, Mike. You were interested in uh, when we were talking about the, uh, when we were showing the pictures, right? Oops. I like the pictures. I do. Did I, did I just shut, I just shut the damn thing off, didn't I? Uh, not yet. Not yet. I just fucked up everything. Um, are you talk? Can, they, can you hear Mikey? Uh, hey. Oh, hey, no, how are you? Yeah, yeah, we, we can hear you. Okay. I'm going to do a camera. All right, so tell us about Karma and Persico, man. Come on. All right, guys. Can you hear me? Good. Yeah. Yes, we can hear you. I don't know how to do a camera, but yeah, Karma and Persico was the number one uh, wanted guy in the FBI list. So we went to dinner, and Lenny Montana told me, Mikey, don't get too close to me. I'm working tonight. So yeah. we drove in an old freaking Dodge Dart to get there. We followed each other, and we got there. And this guy actually told you I was Lenny's son at one point, you know. And uh, this guy, regular guy, regular dying guy, but he's the head of the freaking Colombo family. Wow. Uh, yeah. And did you get? Uh, uh, did you get any? Um, if we did, you hear anything you weren't supposed to hear that night? Didn't were they discussing uh, anything? crime worthy no that, that was no crime worthy. that was behind closed doors but uh i've been into a ravioli and i saw pass out of my mouth on this old italian shirt white shirt right and local brazzi looked at me like mikey what did you just do wow and uh and finally the guy looked he finally started laughing thank god and everything went you know everything was well after that but i was you know i was in now was, was lenny jr there or or not how did you get? I think he was, but for some reason, I was right near Luke, right near Lenny Senior. Huh. I, I just mm. wondered how you got in with that whole crew because you you were four or five years younger than Le- four years younger than Lenny. Yeah, right. Three years, three years younger. Yeah. How'd you get in with that crew? His father liked me. His father took a liking to me. Yeah, I wonder why. You, hey. you, you were doing shit for him, weren't you? I was an earner, is yeah. what you call it. Okay. And then you mm-hmm. went out. You went out to Vegas. And I'm just exposing all your dirty secrets here. You went yeah, out to, you are. You went out to Vegas, and you uh, he hooked you up with Marilyn Chambers, right? Yes. And we went to the Larry Holmes Jerry Cooney fight, also. Ah, ah. Mm-hmm. But no, you, you don't get to skim over. You don't get to skim over Marilyn Chambers. I'm sorry. <laughs> you just said yes. And, oh, oh yeah, Jerry Cooney. No, no, no. I will leave it out alone. All right, listen, my doctor just got here. I have to yeah, go. Yeah, I bet. All right. <laughs> That's a story for another time. All right. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye. See, I scared him away with that uh, Marilyn Chambers stuff. I've heard that story, and I wanted to get it on air just to have some more to blackmail him. So- he, he mentioned Holmes, and I, I, I can't let Larry Holmes go. Like, uh, I always felt bad for that guy. Like Why? When he had to fight, well, when he had to fight Ali. Because mm. Ali was already an older guy. And if Holmes beat Ali up, which he did, he beat him. Well, he just beat up an old man. Right. But All if right. Ali had won, they would have go, oh, he never had it in him. Right. So there was no way Holmes could win. And then, of course, you know, the uh, uh, when Tyson fought Holmes. And Ali he, nev- he never got, goes, yeah, he never got credit for being the champion. He was Larry Holmes. But he was also, 
he brought it on himself. Like he was bad mouthing guys from the past and all that stuff. And at that time, uh, a lot of racial uh, and there's always been racial disharmony. But to to say this first I'm hearing of it. Oh uh, yeah, you never heard about it? in this country. Yeah, we had a little, we had a, we had a thing. But to, for at that time, for him to come out and diss uh, uh, Rocky Marciano for, for uh, you know, white guys just turned on. He had no, but at least Ali Ali had white guys who supported him. And but when when Larry Holmes came out dissing Rocky Marciano, for, all the Italians hated him. But most white people was like like you. Know, you know why? Why this this a guy from the past who just happened to be white? <laughs> so he he wasn't really popular with the white folks in those days. So, you know, you can't be a heavyweight champion and be popular, uh, or hope to be popular when you come out with that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I get it. Larry Holmes is is he was a great champion. If you look back now at his record and what he did for a long time, that Kiera is not really riveted by that either. She want, you will love you loved the artwork, didn't you? I did. I like and, that. And you wanted us just to show artwork the whole time. I wanted you to show artwork and talk about it, and uh, you know. So you want to you want to start your five week vacation now? You want to just give us some happy news and leave? Is okay, I'll do that. You're not, wait, <laughs> and then you're gonna go. Never mind. Go ahead. What? Gonna go poop? No, I oh. thought you just like uh, relieve yourself from from your uh, over exposure to strawberry shortcake. Oh, so so I, I know how. What, what does the move at. include? Like I know I know you say you're not leaving Long Island, but that couch, painting, spackling, <laughs> cleaning, uh, everything. It's it's a house that we have to fix up. Is it uh, lived in now? Or is, has it, is it a, oh, I hate that. When you move into, because I moved, I bought a house that had not been lived in for a hundred years. And a yeah, hundred years? Yeah, it was just sitting in with <laughs> one of these renovation projects. Yeah. Uh, Foundation, black mold, everything. Jeez. Oh, yeah, it, it was, it had a uh, coal chute for the basement. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I, I bought, I we purchased a house. Uh, in 2018 that um it was foreclosed but the owner was squatting in there oh and so they had to they basically bribed him to get out and then he lived around the corner from us and he would drive by every day and i felt like i just i i don't know i don't know how i felt i just felt so weirded out that yeah, i bought yeah. this house from you you know basically from under you and and he would come by and ask us what we were doing. Sounds, we, it feels like a Brett Brock guilt thing about money that yeah. you had about owning I this house. I did feel guilty. I did. And then, like, he, he built this deck, but it was old. And the, the wood was, you know, the splinters. And, and I, we, we pulled up the deck, and we were throwing the, the wood outside. And, and he drives by in his creepy white van. And he's like, you're ripping up the deck? And it's so like, the two of yeah, you have, like, similar issues about... Yeah, I'm ripping up the deck and, and owning things and yeah. money. In the words of in the words of Steve Buscemi from Reservoir Dogs, yeah. I feel real bad about that, but some folks are lucky and some ain't. Mm. <laughs> oh, I, I could never say that to him, but I, you know, but I, I did feel bad. But he, uh, the original house was built in the '60s. It was a tiny house, and uh, and then he put a dormer on it, and and so everything upstairs was pretty much new and. and I, it looked like an old ship on the bottom and then upstairs. Well, that's what drove him into foreclosure. He should have just stayed humble. 
yeah. would tell him that. And every, every time he drives by, you should have stayed humble. I mean, it was, it was, he did it all himself. So it was pretty impressive, but you know. Right. Yeah. All right. All so right. give us some happy news so we can say goodbye for you for five weeks. And, and we, you know. Well, I have two because this one was pretty exciting uh, from UPI. George Clooney's infamous Batman and Robin. Oh, Batman and Robin suits are up for auction. Oh, with the nipples? Uh, George Clooney had the nipples. Yes. So let's see how much it goes for. Um, let's see. You know, it's not even telling us. Oh, well, it's up for auction, but, like, I guess nobody bought it yet. Okay, so... Yeah, uh, there's no opening bid. Like, the opening yeah, bid. Yeah, there's no opening bid yet. Scheduled July 22nd and 23rd. The listing states the suit has been assembled on a life-size posable mannequin with hyper-realistic George Clooney head with prosthetic-grade false eyes. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, it does kind of look like him. Yeah. So, wait, so they're going to buy the mannequin and the suit? I don't What's know. You're you're more? you're the you're the reporter here. We're just a humble. Uh, I would assume so. I would assume it comes with the realistic George Clooney head and prosthetic eyes. How many how many penises are going to be rubbed against that suit? Do you think? Uh, it depends on like if the, a... if the owner of the suit is going to be generous and let his friends look at it, or if he's going to keep it behind a glass. You know, hmm. it I, might I be think, rubbed I against the glass charge. a lot. I think you'll charge yeah. for that. Come rub your, you think rub so? your penis yeah. on this for 10 minutes. I think so. The nipples are I think really, I'm, you know. I've got an idea for a scam here now. I think I'm going to auction off uh, Hunter Biden's crack pipe. Which one? Well, the one he wrote with balls on in the uh, deprivation oh, tank. Yucky. Do you want to hear my next article? Yes, we want to hear the next one. So, we, uh, Because we're saying goodbye to Govs now. Bye, Govs. Goodbye, Governors. Have a good have a good weekend, Governor's people. All right, we're off goes. All right, this is from WNEP16.com. Um, this is a prank gone wrong. All right, so I'm just going to read it to you. Um, where did it get interesting? Well, first of all, the headline <laughs> reads, uh, a Florida man admits to lighting firecrackers under a child's bed. Okay, so I was reading it and uh, told sheriff's deputies he threw firecrackers under the bed of a sleeping nine-year-old girl in a prank gone wrong. Um, Matthew Morrison of Crestview, Florida, was arrested Saturday after deputies responded to a home after the explosion woke up the little girl. Okay, this is where it gets interesting. The owner of the house where this happened told the sheriff's office that Morrison lives in a tent outside the house and came inside without permission According to the Sheriff's Office Facebook post, the home old, homeowner told responding deputies he chased Morrison out of his house with a stick after the explosion. It's the guy you bought your house from, right? Is I that mean, what, what the punchline So he snuck is? into the little girl's room and lit firecrackers? What, this, what was the motivation this like the, here? This is, the, this is the Florida version of Sling Blade. Billy Bob <laughs> Thornton has walked into the house with walking around with hammers and shit. It, yeah, I can absolutely see Dwight Yoakam with his socks pulled up to his knees and just, oh. You know, I, I had a, a house where um, the people renting the um And why the little up, girl? Why? Why? The people renting the apartment upstairs from me were cokeheads and, and party people, but they would they would 
get so zoned out and then have the lights off after a while because they've been doing coke in there for three days. And every time they they did that, and well, they, they what's the no, address? So I'll stay away. From uh, it's, it's not it's not there anymore. But it was sixty seven. Is they're not there anymore? Sixty seven Orchard Street, Lindenhurst, New York, one one seven five seven. Um, because <laughs> I used to give it out on on the, on the radio, the address all the time, and we'd have people show up for parties there. But they would get so zoned out that I would sneak up. They had a little space under their door, and I would sneak up and I would put uh, bottle rockets, and I'd light bottle rockets. Now they were all drugged out and like uh, yeah. zoned out, and rockets start shooting around the room, <laughs> and they would shit, and they would do it like at least twice a month for years, and they every single time it would be like total. Uh, they hated me. But it would be like total fucking like shit your pants time. Like they're just fucking zoning out. No TVs on or some like Grateful Dead music, whatever the fuck they got going on in there. And all of a sudden rocket shooting around the room and exploding fireworks and all this kind of stuff. I, I love that. <laughs> I love that. Surprise. Surprise right. fireworks. Surprise. Speaking Fire of fireworks, cross. per the chat, there were some fireworks that happened uh, from Tom K in Vegas one night. Oh, and oh, it's a what? call back to Marilyn Chambers. Marilyn Chambers had. Uh, I can't believe you weren't enthralled with Mikey, uh, wanting to know more about Mikey and Marilyn Chambers. You up there in uh, I can't even Ma- read the Marilyn Chambers had a home up on Mount Charleston outside of Las Vegas. I met her once up at her cabin. Uh, yeah. I wasn't the only one, obviously, but I, uh, but was that night. Oh, she's still. Oh, she was still on fire in her late fifties. Oh, so Tom K. Um, hmm. old smoothie. So what? So who is? So Marilyn Chambers was like the Ivory Snow girl. That's all you need to know about it. She was the uh, pure, ninety nine percent pure Ivory Snow with the baby, uh, the soap, you know, Ivory Snow. And then she was behind the green door, and the the devil and Miss Jones, and the first the real porn star, the first. Not I'm 29 on, years old. Please enlighten me on what the hell you're talking about. I, Marilyn, <laughs> well, in this in the 60s, in the late 60s, there was a, a, an advertising thing for Ivory Snow Soap. And this okay. girl who was the model was Marilyn Chambers. And she was with a baby. Okay, and it was called 99% see. pure. And then... Uh, okay. Ivory yeah. Soap, Marilyn Chambers. And then she just... be, Linda Lovelace was the real first porn star. So how did she, she was kind of become... ugly. How did she become uh, affiliated with the mob and people would go to see her? They would just because call her Because she, she was in the pot, uh, porn business, and the porn business has always been linked uh, very closely to the mafia. Really? Tom, I'm going to get Kay. whacked for Tom, saying Tom that. Tom Kay says snow job, and that's better than snowballing. Right. Oh. Why is she naked on this? Cat, on this? Cat says Kiara is not impressed. Kiara doesn't know. Uh I'm not about, impressed with this oh. conversation. I loved your art and ha- and your palettes and your watercolors. I'm not impressed with the what? Come on, she's got snow in her crotch. Like, what's going on here? I think that was after she became a porn star. She was making fun I, of what she used to be. I think you're missing out. the The point is that chick puts out. She yeah. looks like she looks like like a Jodie Foster, maybe. Or what does she look like? Um, she's got no, a strong I, I know, chin. Yeah. Uh, K something. She was the seventies, seventies uh, and eighties. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. But so, she does. Look, so, so look. people who were in 
they would be in rewarded. Marilyn Chambers. Yo. No, no, or in in the mob would be rewarded by visiting Marilyn Chambers in Las Vegas. I don't know, rewarded. She no, has a sweet she, little homely face. Exactly, she was ninety nine percent pure. That one percent was a fucking killer, though. <laughs> How do we know that they didn't just sit down on the couch and talk, and then you know the guys always like to brag? How do she we know? Dead. She's dead. Oh my gosh! I see a picture of. Yeah. Okay. Her nakedness. Her nakedness. Believe me, you see a lot more. She did. Uh, I used on to do a, a bit on the, on the radio show about her with the bowling pins because there she had a famous scene in the bowling alley, a gang rape in a bowling alley with the bowling pins. Oh, uh, a, a porn. Okay, a porn. Okay. Bowling speaking, pins. Speaking of Jodie Foster. She she too got railed on a pinball machine in a bar, but right didn't didn't she, was uh, it the real Jodie Foster? Yes. Oh no, well, that was that, in the movie. That movie, yeah. <laughs> but I think I I we're talking about porn. Happened. We were. I think something bad happened to her in real life as well. Yeah. And, and sorry, you mentioned Jodie Foster earlier about the chin, and that's where my brain. She is. does right. have a strong Jodie Foster chin. Now, yeah. Do you want me to let you go now? Because I want to talk to Brett about what he just talked about about uh, and you're not going to be interested in this. So you could you, you could go ahead. I'm listening. I'm just looking. Okay. I mean- when that movie came out with Jodie Foster on the pool table, we we needed a saxophone player for the band, and we were taking a ride out to jazz clubs to find the saxophone player. We saw this girl hitchhiking. It was a little pickup truck, one of those really small pickup trucks, not like a full pickup truck, two seater pickup truck. Girl hitchhiking. And we see her, and we as as we go to stop to pick her up. Now she's got to get in the middle, right? She looks at the looks at us like, "Oh fuck, I'm getting picked up by these two fucking creepy dudes." And and so we let her in, and then it all was of a, probably a bench seat. There was no console in the middle. It was right, a, right. Yeah. And, and she got in the middle, and she had an attitude. But then she started getting all horny and playing with herself, like going uh, while we're driving. And where are you going? She said, "I'm just looking for a place with a pool table." Oh, you just saw the movie that just came out. Okay, I get it. So we go to we go to a bar where there's a saxophone player. We know, and there happens to be a pool table, and she's on the pool table, and she's writhing. She's got the pool stick between her legs, and she's going like. And then my friend goes to touch her, and she goes freaks out, and she starts screaming like, "Get off me! What are you a perv?" Like, wait a minute, what the fuck? Are you? And this goes on all night long. We're going to different places, and every place she's like trying to entice people to fuck with her and as soon as somebody touches her she freaks out so we go back to his house and uh and we're doing some lines and whatever all uh, thing and she's just like doing that all over every five minutes she's either playing with her titties uh taking a you know and he would go to, to be with her, and she would reject him. And I was like, "What? Well, you're fucking psychotic, man. You need to be in, like, South Oaks or something, which is a mental Oh, hospital. behind the green door. I see what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the saxophone player? Right, all, right, all, right. So wait a minute. A- after, blah, like, blah, after, blah, like, blah, hours... Blah, after... Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> after blah, hours blah, of that, blah, blah, blah. I left. <laughs> I left. I said, you know what? I'm giving up. I think, you know, nothing, nothing's going to happen here tonight. This is just a, a, an exercise in insanity. I come back in the morning and I knock on the door and nobody answers the door. I walk in and my friend's father is fucking the girl. <laughs> Old man still got it. Yeah, he, he knew the secret that nobody else. He knew the combination that nobody else could figure out. I think uh, he probably just listened to her for a while. 
Keeping the old Sorry. lead in the pencil. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, and that guy was now gone. I get all the references you're talking about. And I just saw so oh. many things. I need to like wash my eyes with with. Well, we didn't make we didn't make you do your research. We were just telling because I don't know how. But I, I needed to not, effort. Yes, I, I saw things that I didn't see? want to see. But see, this was the problem. You think that you were saying, well, that's an unengaging conversation. You weren't interested at all. I got your former boss and the guy you still sing with to admit that he had a thing with Marilyn Chambers. And you didn't you weren't even the least bit curious about that. This this is a problem. Um, I'm not curious I, I about hookers. Focused, <laughs> not, I think we're focused on the wrong guy. thing. I think, I think oh, she did her due diligence as a I researcher. I think I'm she not a guy. I don't contributed. think contributed. Right. Due I don't diligence. think that it's it's impressive when a man goes with the hooker because that's not I, the point. It's my, now that you have blackmail stuff on Mikey. Uh, that's the point. You just let people like that talk, and you kind of put it in the in the vault so when you need it you can pull it out and say hey i'm not for remember, blackmail i'm not for blackmail well you better get on the page here i you're not even you're not even fucking really sicilian get the fuck off my show you fake sicilian i am a hundred percent sicilian no sir you're not into blackmail um i mean i'm into bringing up the past <laughs> there you go that's what i mean but uh, we, we but should in, do this show at we should do this show at Umberto's Clam House. Uh, Ooh. You know, I I was there the, uh, the <laughs> other day. Just in, just in case things get out of hand. I was yeah. there the other day. I was going to take a picture of it and, and, and send it to you, but I, I didn't. <laughs> I had funny. no Wi-Fi there. That's that's why. I can't imagine I, why. I can't yeah, imagine I, a listening hmm. device in that place. All right. So is we'll it a notorious mobster place? Yeah. Where is it? You're not really fucking Sicilian. Get off my show. I got I I'm got my mind on other things right now. Uh, oh, you're going out to get some bowling pins, are you? Uh no. Uh, I gotta uh, like pick out paint and colors. So <laughs> you're gonna get a lot of green paint to paint the door green, right? So okay, so all right. So it was a porn film and she was behind the green door? There's it was many porn films. Yeah. Oh. Um, okay. Yeah. All I'm right. sorry. It's just not appealing to me. I'm not a dude. I, I watch. Uh, Are you sure you're not a dude? Can we verify Mermaid. this online right now? I actually watched a good Netflix. I I hate Netflix, but I watched a good Netflix series by accident. I was at a party and they had it by on. Um, and it was uh, what the heck was it now? Come on, brain. Come on, rock brain. Oh, oh, Snowflake Mountain. Is someone gonna make an eggplant joke about her being Sicilian? <laughs> um, <clears throat> did you ever hear throw the water like sprinkle mountain? emote? Yeah, 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 yes. You've seen it? No, I haven't seen it. I've heard of it. I thought you said have you heard of it? No. Oh, um, yeah. So I just, I don't know where I was going. Oh, I don't watch porn. I watch like I watch that. Um, a lot of SpongeBob. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, lots Sponge of bath Bob. No. Nothing like that. Lots of oh. stuff like that. Uh, the Pixar movies, not the not the new one, not the Buzz Lightyear movie. Um, Wholesome content. Now, now we're falling asleep with this. I mean, you want. Thank you. Talking... you. Wait, let me just talk for like two minutes and bore you, so you can okay. get it taste. Um, let's see. Uh, I read romance novels. 
I guess that's the closest thing to I don't, to pornography. I don't know if we can make this. <laughs> the, the sound you are hearing is the sound of my ratings dying. Good, <laughs> good. I'm glad. Yeah, well, we'll see you in five weeks. You better, you better work on your attitude. Yeah. I don't have an attitude, okay? <laughs> I am all woman. I don't know. All right, I so have we're no gonna, motivation today. We, we're going to see okay. you Sunday night. Are you going to be there Sunday night? You'll be there Sunday I'll night. I'll be there Sunday night. Is it 5.30 or are you just saying 5.30? It's 5.30 because it's a Sunday night. I showed up at the gig at, at the gig started at 6. I showed up at like 5.52 and right. I rolled up and the bass player was late, but I thought you guys were playing a prank on me. Because no, nobody no. was ready to go. I said, ah, it's really 6.30. No, okay. that's why I don't have, I don't feel at least the least bit of sympathy for him for showing up to a gig that was canceled. Because he, he coming late to a gig, that gig especially, uh, is a like a sin that would get somebody fired if we had an alternative in, lined up. Well, uh, you don't, we you have don't, that guy. That well, gross B- guy. Bill, Bill can, we're trying to encourage Bill to go back to playing bass. about. So you're going to anyway. fire Scott? I didn't say that online. <laughs> I, I can't get involved. I, I, I didn't say that online. Wait, I'm not getting involved. Bill, Scott, Matt. Who's the other guy? Steve. Mike. M- Mikey. Mikey, oh, the guy who was with Marilyn Chambers who was on before. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. There's All right, no I'm, playing you, I'm playing your music and saying goodbye. We'll see you in uh, five or six Wait, weeks. Wait, I, I want to say something. Okay. Um. Uh, Let me go get a beer. Yeah. How many beers is that? One. That's your fourth beer? One big one. One one big one. What kind of beer is it anyway? Light. I call them river beers. It's just, yeah, it's just Miller Light. Yeah. 3%. Oh, my gosh. So the urine stuff that I used to drink, the first thing I ever drank was beer. It just so, like, tastes like pee. What did you want to say that will bore us? Um, I just want to say thank you. 4.2% alcohol. Okay, no, I, I'm a wino. At 13 is good for me, 13%. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening to me. And um, it's, been, it's been real. And, uh, um, it's been fake. This sounds been, like a sign-off. I am signing off. It is a sign-off. And uh, look for my new podcast. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. This is Nixon resigning. I'm just kidding. Find um, a dead body. So I'm going to start singing Time to Say Goodbye, and you can cut me off. But, Brett, it's been real. You've got great work. Matt, I'll see you on Sunday. And, all, right. Uh, all right. I'm going to start singing. Cool. Time to say goodbye. Cut me off. Uh, somehow I feel like we need a, a smaller violin. I, you, I was just going to time. I was trying to time it just right to say the earth is hollow. <laughs> and then the music started playing. I was like, "Damn it!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, um, everybody. Uh, so people saying bye. Could be, uh, now I have some big news for people who uh, are in the audience. And right now, uh, Monday morning, I have a uh, my first guest co-host uh, will be joining us, and that is the fabulous Sugarloaf Cat. Uh, the the extraordinary uh, singer, uh, cocktail chef, no cocktail mixologist, I guess, um, and just ordinary, or, or, all around magnificent woman. 
uh, Kat will be joining me on Monday as a guest host. Who also has a YouTube presence. Right. YouTube presence. Now, I, I don't know if it's new uh, or we just started learning about it in the last month or so. Uh, but now she seems to be um, adding new music on a regular basis. Well, maybe once a week, twice a week, something like that. Yeah. Very cool stuff. And and very creative and working works hard at it. Right. And uh, speaking of that, if I can start drinking beers at 8 a.m., I think she can make a drink. She's, yeah, uh, we'll see. Uh, if she if she's up for that, yes. Uh, I'm not in a position to like call and Jamie were to kind of follow her tutorial. Now you didn't when when she was on uh, on of Dykes and Man or whatever the hell maybe it was last right when she did the tutorial. You didn't follow along. You were drinking beer, right? But of the course. other guys, yeah, because uh, again, Carl's. And mine, the professionalism between Carl and I ends at that early 30-minute mark where we're just trying to work things out. They did not give me a heads up that I needed to go get all the mixers and all everything to mix along with it. I wasn't, I was left out. It should be called the Abdykes and Man Amateur Hour, really. They don't even let they don't even let you know what's going to happen. I, I've I've got to be honest. I don't know who's running the show over there, but some there needs to be some uh, there needs to be some cleaning done. In that house. that that's unfortunate because big things are going to be happening with them. They don't even know about it yet. Well, uh, does does Jamie have a new pillow and a blanket? Because he seems like he loves falling asleep on the show. He, he has to learn. That it's okay to tag out and say, you know what, I, I, I'm I'm whipped. I gotta leave. Or, like, or just sleep. You have no problem saying, hey, listen, I gotta step out. I'm, you know, it's been great, but I gotta go, man. You have no problem. I don't have a problem with that too. I often say to, him, hey, <laughs> it's been a great seven, eight hours, ten hours, whatever it is here, but I have a life to get to. Yeah. I have a nap to get to. Kind of drunk. I need to peel off. And right. but now, just I, now, that being said, as an avid p- person on Twitch, uh, the big booby microphone lickers on Twitch, they'll do a sleep stream, and they'll sleep for six, seven hours, and they'll have five, six thousand thirsty dudes watching them, just wow. sleep. So wow. m- maybe Jamie's onto something here. I could do something like that. I'm thinking uh, in, in, in of coming up with something me. really. Yeah, that that Indian guy who got the record for the longest stream—that's what he did. He basically he did nothing. He did nothing and just left it streaming. Now that to me, that's not real—that's not record-worthy. But Guinness gave him the record for that. Um, but basically, how long did he go for? Uh, Ninety-six hours. Oh, sure. <laughs> but but he, but, he, but he slept during it. He slept and did nothing. Like it wasn't like he was even talking to the audience or anything. He was just like you know, reading a book, scratching his balls, smoking crack. I was going to uh, say I, I can't go for ninety six hours without playing my nuts. It was it was the Hunter Biden uh, live stream. I mean, I'm just going to lay here and play with my nuts. And yeah, Twitch terms of services have uh, yeah, you can't do that now. You can't. Well, I don't think he was really playing with his nuts, but he was doing nothing, basically just living his life. Well, uh, I mean, not his best life, but a life. Yeah, yeah. 
300 in a room sleeping what people they have sleeping rooms uh, on a clubhouse app 300 pe- that's fucking ridiculous man this world is this is why i'm looking forward to the end of the world it's really so oh. what what's your what's your perfect ending asteroid smacking us uh drought what's uh what i want the asteroid to hit right fucking here ah see i wanted to hit like 300 400 miles away and be on my roof drinking beer and just watch screaming people. I I, I can't wait. Wow, that's an interesting uh, perspective to watch other people suffer. Oh. No, I I want to be uh, eliminated first. I want to be the first one to go. And so I wouldn't be one of those ones screaming. I would just be like, do and yeah. gone. I mean, well, you're not going to run from it. You, there's nowhere you can go. No, I'd be like a John, a James uh, Gandolfini from in the Soprano, Sopranos, Tony Soprano, just like just black. Yeah, Gone. right, right in the dome. Yeah. Nah, I'd I'd much rather my enjoyment just to watch people screaming and running for their life. Like, where are you going? Why are you running? Yeah, where would you go? <laughs> yeah. Where are you gonna go? So just enjoy your last few minutes. At well, other people's I wrote a song about that called "Let's Make Love Like the World's Gonna End Tonight" because. I think if we had warning, like, you know, we're going to get hit with an asteroid at tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock. Well, fucking hey, man, let's go. <laughs> you know, uh, credit card, get me get me every fucking hooker you can get me. Get me all the blow. Get me all as much as I can get, quickly as I can get. And let's fucking let's have a party. <laughs> That's the way it's got to be. Yeah. Too many people have the wrong attitude about it. Um, let's, pr- let's pray. <laughs> You're gonna go out on your fucking knees talking to imaginary beings, some some sky wizard, and that, that's just some. You're gonna listen to just some. That's some guy. Some guy. It's just some guy. <laughs> really is. I mean, he I he couldn't develop a trade or a skill, and so he just goes. You know what? I'm gonna go to a theology school and learn how to bullshit people really well. Right, right. Yeah, no, lately I've been like, just, it seems more and more people are just going down this whole uh, religion and and faith idea to the point where uh, I I come up with this idea. If you're telling me there's a God and God has a plan for everything, then why get the fuck out of bed in the morning? Because you're just fucking with his plans. He's got a plan for everything, and anything you can do was just going to screw up his plan. If you truly believe there's a God in heaven who has a plan for everything, don't do anything because you're going to fuck up his plan. You don't want to fuck up his plans, so don't don't do anything. What and then your, the world will your, be better. What if your plan is to live, or what if his plan is to li- for you to live a hundred years, but be miserable, and people to have butt sex with you? For a hundred years, I think that that's is his plan. plan. I think that is his plan for me. So I, it feels like that's his plan it's, for me. It's just oh, and it's just God's plan. <laughs> yes. And it, and somehow the sky wizard says it's illegal to take myself out. Are you kidding? Illegal? Wow. Yeah. Well, what? What? Well, if the if somebody says, "Hey, I think he's suicidal," the cops will come to your house, and if they if you somehow survive their shooting, then they put you in a <laughs> Then they put you in a padded room. Yeah. But then, you know, you off have, yourself. Apparently, you're not going to the, you know, the cloud part with the sky wizard. Well, it happened to me, uh, but you have to buy the book to read about it. Because I'm not a fucking shamed of money like Brett Brock is and with his little short cock. 
I want money. So buy the book. The book will not be out Labor Day weekend, by the way, because I'm still struggling with the cover. I'm waiting for another version of the cover to come back tonight, but and still going through some editing process. It won't be out for Labor Day, unfortunately. But you can pre-order it now. Just Venmo mo me to cash, and, and I'll send you the book when it's ready. Uh, but no, I'm not like Brett Brock with the strawberry shortcut. I want money. Money, money, money. Money's good, but... I don't want to be beholden to anyone for it. I don't care if I be beholden. You know, my fuck you, come and get it. I- <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. I totally get it. This is a couple of weeks ago. Somebody came up to the tip drop where I was playing. We were playing a parking lot show. And somebody put in yeah. a $50 bill and asked me to play Stairway to Heaven. And I was like, oh, I have to fucking play Stairway to Heaven because yeah. he put $50 in that fucking job. Take your $50 back. But. I really wanted the $50, so if, I played it. <laughs> if, if someone gives $50 to play Stairway with Heaven, you can just look over at the drummer and go, hey, dude, you can take a four-minute break. We'll yeah. be with you in a little bit. Yeah, well, what, there was no drummer. It was just an acoustic show in a parking lot, just me and Kiera in a parking lot. Um, very weird show. And they wanted us there tomorrow night. On And I was like, nah. <laughs> but, yeah, so... You know, I understand the idea. When people put money in my tip jar, I feel like I am beholden to them now. I have to play the whatever they request. And not just one, because they'll put money in there, and you play their request, and then they'll ask you for another one. And you still have that guilt feeling like, ah, oh, they put money in the jar. Here comes the puppet master. Dance, monkey, dance. And then where does it end? Right. And where does, where does my beholding to them end? If I play three songs for you, is that enough? Or are you going to do this all night long? And- yeah. It's like I'll just throw my set list in the trash. Right. What 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 tune do you want me in? Do you mean A? Do you mean G? What do you want? Right. Exactly. So uh, producer. So you're coming up today. Now, what time are you doing your your drunk draw today? Drunk draw. Uh, usually three p.m. Uh, that's uh, three p.m. Central Time. Okay. So that gives them enough time to kind of listen to issues with Annie and then get ready for you. It's like a fucking podcasting masturbation day yeah. of from hell new issues with andy should drop in uh looks like 40 43 minutes something like that right right well i appreciate you being here man i, I love Thanks this for having I, me. yeah no I, everybody loves you and uh, especially the women uh, uh, <laughs> i don't know no i know you're a handsome guy but with the uh total um, uh, I don't know if it's if what James Dean effect that you have on women or whatever it is. Uh, uh, I would want that. But you come along with your guinea charm and your olive oil voice and you make me look ridiculous. And a man in my position. They like no. they like the checks I send them. That's it. Okay. Well, our, hey, our, hey, speaking of that, well, hold on a second. All right. Well, I'm holding on. I was going to, like your sketch, and we'll DM. Send me your address. Uh, later, yeah. and I'll, I'll, I'll mail your sketch to you. But All right. A while back. I, I I will give out my address on the air, but I will I will I will Dodge DM yourself. It. It's 40, 46 Valentine Road, Valentine as in love road, Shoreham, New York. If you want to write to me, write to me at that address, and I will gladly ignore your mail. Um, uh, but no, I look forward to that. Thank you very much for that. Uh, that you know, people say I look like Jesse Ventura. It definitely comes out, and when I look at that self that portrait you did of me i was like i do look like jesse don't i except i don't shake as much and i can't do a minnesota accent um but i will try i'll work on it he was anyway. good in predator <laughs> yeah yeah 
it was it was getting a lot of things. I like I like Jesse when he's not when he's not uh, talking politics and all that stuff. I, I like him. He's a, he's a pretty good guy. It's just, you know, but when he gets into uh, the Bilderberg conspiracies and all that kind of stuff, he kind of loses me and all that stuff. I'm not a big conspiracy guy. Anyway, I do appreciate you being here. I, I, we'll be following you on uh, the Drunk Draw stuff on Twitch constantly and uh, wishing you great success, man. And it, come back anytime. The door's always open to you. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you having me. I appreciate it. Have a good day. You too. Bye for now. Let all me- right. All right, bye for now. Uh, the fabulous Strawberry Shortcock, Brett Brock. Uh, I appreciate everybody being here today. Time to go. Uh, I'm so glad we had this time together just to have a laugh and sing a song. Seems we just get started. Before you know it, comes a time we have to say so long. So uh, I don't have a show for you tonight. I'll be out playing music. Uh, just me and Mikey doing a... Uh, and we'll be talking about Marilyn, Marilyn Chambers, of course. Uh, just me and Mikey doing an acoustic solo show here on Long Island at the Garden Grill in Smithtown, Long Island. Brand new room over there. It looks really fun to play. Uh, looking forward to a good night out playing music. And so I'll see you Monday morning with the fabulous Cat uh, uh, joining me. And well, dogs and cats. I'll call it the dog and cat Monday morning uh, something. I'll figure out how to market it. Anyway, thanks for coming. Have a great weekend. Uh, safe weekend. Don't party too much. And no smoking crack in a uh, deprivation tank. Okay? Bye for now.
listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now.